Yeah. Hello. Scary night, isn't it? Looks like right out of a horror hey, movie or something. Who is this? I have a very important question that has come up through various things online that I've seen before. Oh my god. And I know. And I want to ask you your opinion on this because I have a strong opinion about this. Okay. I am a big chicken strip fan. Everybody yes. knows this about me, yeah. right? I love chicken Honestly, strips. Honestly, who isn't? You know, who outside of people who are, you know, vegans or vegetarians. Yeah, and even now we got that fake chicken stuff, you know, like beyond chicken and mm-hmm. Been possible chicken. Been possible. Uh, oh my yeah. god! I'm so glad that Obama it's... got his ass. You know, <laughs> <clears throat> they found him in a cave. Yeah, it's weird. It's when really are they gonna weird. make like fake vegetables for people who only eat meat? You know, it's like broccoli made entirely out of like bull heart or some shit. Ooh, that mm-hmm. sounds like kind of good. Now that yeah. you mention it, mm-hmm. I think that yeah, if you could. If you're going to make vegan things that are looking like meat things, then you better do the opposite. I think you're right. Yeah, it's only fair. It's like, mm, this cauliflower is really good. What is it? It's like, yak tongue. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you can still use it to make a, a, a base of a good pizza crust. If you're, yeah, you're exactly. trying to watch your figure, you can use that yak tongue <laughs> cauliflower pizza crust. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Classic. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. I'm mm-hmm. trying to look at this picture that I saved uh, to okay. send it to you, but it won't it won't do it, apparently. Perfect. Um, so that's a good start. But basically <laughs> what I was going to ask you is, uh, if, if you eat chicken strips yourself, do you are you a mm-hmm. dipper? Do you like dips? Uh, I can. Like, I'm not a, a person who needs sauce necessarily gotcha. to the horror and dismay of every person around me. <laughs> like, oh, you don't want to dip this in sauce? I'm like, no, because no, sometimes I like to uh, drive and eat. Or I'll, you know, go oh, by yeah. drive through. I'll, I'll eat a dry fry. I don't even care, man. I don't, wow. I don't have to sprinkle new salt on it. I don't have to dip it in ketchup or some other sauce. I can just raw dog that shit all day. Fries are good on their own. I don't I've had that thing too with, um, I don't like ketchup at all. And so oh, yeah, um, that's right. I've had, you know, people ask me like, well, what do you dip your fries in? And I'm like, I just eat the fry. Like if it, if it, it, it barbecue is that way too. If barbecue needs the sauce, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I can eat the sauce, but I'm about the rub. It has to be good by itself. Like that yeah. French fry has to be good unto itself, let alone, mm-hmm. you know, without some sauce to cover it up. Yeah. That's same. how I feel about it. Uh, I do like a sauce. Like I, I'm not going to, uh, turn down a new sauce adventure uh-huh. ever, but, um, sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't know. Just like knowing how much, how much. How many calories can be in a sauce, oh, like a, a ranch or something like that? I'm like, eh, adds to it. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, um, if you were to dip it in sauce, this is the mm-hmm. bulk of my question, basically, mm-hmm. that I got to because I found there's there's a restaurant um, near our house that I like a lot called Dog House. That's like a oh my a, god, Stephen, no. What? Tell me they're not making dog sandwiches there. Well, they feed sandwiches to dogs. Oh, okay. And I okay, also good. happen to like those sandwiches because I'm part dog. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm um, uh, people. A lot of a lot of people ask me if I'm like golden retriever, half golden retriever, half human. It's uh, unfortunately I'm actually half Schnauzer. 
um, you know, it's it's your it's your family history, and it's fine. Uh, okay. I accept it. I that's, like it. That's okay. I know that. Yeah, that's why. You... It explains a lot, doesn't it? Uh huh. Yeah. Know. I, I, that that one time I was like, Stephen, we should watch Schindler's List, and you started growling. I was like, Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that was just because it's long and black and white. That was the nicer was edit of that joke uh, <laughs> than what I had in my head. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so there's this place called Doghouse. They they do like um, hot dogs is their main thing. That's why they're mm-hmm. Doghouse. But they do burgers and they have chicken strips that are really good actually. And so I've been getting mm-hmm. those lately. But they had this little uh, like video loop thing they put on their Instagram the other day. And I just want to I'm curious. Does this look okay to you? Does this does this make you think anything at all when you see this person? dipping this oh. thing in here uh yeah let's see we've got a big uh hearty hearty chicken strip yeah uh it's a, a brown in color so uh, that i'm a fan of yeah uh, but it is getting dunked sexually uh by that's this, true this uh this lady's hand and, and, and uh, a lot this, of thick ranch on there too uh, yeah. is that ranch i couldn't tell if it's ranch or gravy but yes it like uh, yeah it's dip <sighs> what let's just make subtext text here it looks like she's dunking the in shaft of this chicken strips Ooh. like uh the dick like okay. into the 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 ranch so yeah. that's my that's my question here not mm. the sexualization of, of chicken strips but rather mm. the correct orientation of a chicken tender <clears throat> the correct <clears throat> i stopped talking it hurt Mm-hmm. The uh, smoke your cigarettes, honey. It'll uh, be okay. Uh, right through the hole in my esophagus. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, the uh, the the correct orientation of how you eat a chicken strip. This is backwards. Basically, is what I'm saying. This you you're supposed yes. to eat the skinny end. Yes. of a chicken strip first. That is my yes. opinion. Do you agree Same. with that opinion? One hundred percent. I would never do it this way. This seems okay because yes, you want the most handle that you can get yes. that's why we don't eat pizza backwards and it's people the, that's a oh, you get look, me man back in the day when people uh, or pizza hut introduced stuffed crust pizza they were like you can eat it backwards i was like no you cannot no because that tip idiot. is flimsy i trust me i have experience with the flimsy <laughs> tip <laughs> the crust but, is meant for a handle on it's that a especially handle. yes exactly and if you eat that off then you're you have to grip soggy like saucy parts of the pizza Oh my God! Have you ever had a uh, uh, Chicago style thin crust <laughs> yeah. pizza where it's just like a square, a grid, oh, or whatever? Uh-huh. And you have to like get one of the inner pieces. It's fine because it's like all topping, but yeah. also you get it all over your hands. And as I've mentioned before on this sh- this uh, podcast, like I like to have clean hands. I don't like yep. yucky fingers. Can't have it. Yeah, and it. it's uh, for for something like pizza or chicken strips um basically what i'm saying is that there's a right and a wrong way and this way watching this lady dip this chicken tender when i came mm-hmm. across it made me furious mm-hmm. i was yes. so upset by it and i i looked up, i was like man she's doing it wrong and i looked it up and i found people doing this multiple times brent jesus this Christ. seems to be an epidemic um <sighs> and i literally don't understand it at all you, you're not getting a big grip for it, but it's like, it's just the other way. You don't do the back end. You don't eat ass first. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's basically what I've gotten on this. That's right. Yeah. From chicken strips to asses. 
we these are yeah. the times of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm st- it's still a loop in front of me, and I'm getting angry just looking at it. I gotta I gotta turn that away, but. Um, I'm glad that you agree with me. I was really afraid that you were going to be more of like that you didn't like that either, but you were just indiscriminate. You would just pick up food and eat it. Chicken strips be damned, didn't matter. Uh, but you seem to also um, be like me. You want to you wanna grab the butt end, mm-hmm. dip the, the triangle end, and yeah. uh, that's where you uh, you eat. Stephen, I'm glad you brought this up because I am. we are uh, hand-holding... Uh, in the handholding club on this one, um, uh-huh. because yeah, that's that's simply not how you do it. You start with the smaller Perfect. end of things because it's ramping toward your mouth, yes. you know. And then as you work further down the strip, you can bite from the left, you can bite from the right, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just more efficient, it's more efficient way to do it's, it, you know. It's kind of like a graduated thing, you know. It's like you're mm-hmm. you're you're uh, exercising your mouth hole out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and you can't start big. You got to start small and then make it bigger so you can get that butt in. You know, at the end of Return of the Jedi, sure. where um, they're having the teddy bear picnic and then the ghosts of the, the Jedi show yep. up. Mm-hmm. It's like Obi-Wan and Yoda and then uh, Ralph <laughs> from the Muppets are there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like nodding, you know, like <laughs> nodding along like, yes. Yeah. If you eat a chicken strip backwards, like the wrong way. Uh huh. A ghost chicken shows up in a Jedi robe. Whoa. And just shakes their head no. They're just like so disappointed. They're like, I died for this. I thought you were going to say that if if you ate that wrong, George Lucas was going to go back and change that again. No. <laughs> but you're saying it'll I mean, happen both in real things life. can be true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not discount that, you know? <laughs> you watch it again one day and there's a chicken on the roof next to them. And, you're, and he's just like shaking his head no. You're like, oh my God, it happened. <laughs> you listen, you put it in. <laughs> He takes a lightsaber, <laughs> ignites it, and slashes its throat like as if it's to kill you, but like accidentally like does it. Try, yeah. Chicken's head falls off, you know? Still running around. Yeah. Falls, Doesn't matter. It falls into a tub of ranch in the background, but oh. the thin part first. Yeah, exactly. The beak. Beak That's first. Right. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Chicken gets it. He's like, <laughs> don't eat me, but if you're going to eat me, eat me correct. That's right. Yeah. Beak first. <laughs> Put my beak in your beak. Hell yeah. Man, the right way. I, I, I'm beak. not a picky eater at all. Like, yeah, that's why food, I wonder. Like, consuming food wise, I guess I am, or like the way you would consume it. Yeah, because my wife will sometimes eat a hamburger upside down, and oh, I, yeah. I get like agitated. I'm like, yes. why would you do this? Oh, I know you don't like hamburgers. Let me make a safe a safe space for you, uh-huh, like a chicken okay. sandwich or fish sandwich upside down. And eh, chicken sandwich, chicken sandwich. You it's, don't like fish. It physically makes me uncomfortable to watch people do stuff like that. It's weird. It's that bottom so bun. Weird. It just has such a defined edge to yes. that bottom bun. It's like, why is that upside down? It's like, it's aggressive. Is it's, what it yeah, is. Yeah, it is aggressive. It's in my mm-hmm. face, and I don't yeah. like it. And people mm-hmm. just need to do what I want to do to be comfortable. You know, if people could just yes. make me comfortable, I don't understand <sighs> the problem with that. You know, I I guess the problem we're having is that we're right about all of the stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. why that word is in the show title. Sure. And it's just like so maddening to see other people get it wrong. And um, I know people don't like to be corrected, but imagine how we feel having to constantly <laughs> correct people. <laughs> this is a burden on us. That's right. You think you've got it bad. Yeah. Imagine how I feel when I have to stop what I'm doing to bitch about you <laughs> and then like later tell your story. On my podcast. Uh-huh. Yep. And it's like, oh my God. 
I just people don't understand how good they they have it. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. with you, man. Um, I also have really liked your wife over the years, but um, I'm not sure about her right now at this moment. Mm-hmm. Hearing yeah. about the burger situation. Um, I mean, the fact that I'm even friends with people that eat burgers, I, I have to because most people <laughs> yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I, I can I can concede I'm not the correct person in that scenario. It's just not mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. But if you were going to do that, if I were to eat a burger, I would mm-hmm. never eat it upside down. Yeah. And I want you to tell your wife that. I, she knows. Okay, good. Trust me. I've told her it almost daily for the last yeah. 18 years. Mm-hmm. I imagine, too, like the next time I'm in town and we if we get mm-hmm. some burgers and I see that, I'm going to bring a water squirt bottle with me. Like a cat. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Stop that. Brandy, yeah. stop that. Uh-huh. I will make your buns soggy. That she hisses at you. Uh, I had it before. Yeah. Known your wife a long time. If you've known Brandy a little bit, you've been hissed at, all right? Uh Uh-huh. Lovely lady. Get off the back of the couch. (laughs) Stop messing up the curtains. Man, she loves scratching on curtains. Look, she just likes the the touch, the feel of fabric, you know? She's like, oh, this feels nice. Then the claws come out. She gets hangry pretty easily. So that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one actually is a true statement. After <laughs> that all is a true statement. We've all <laughs> we've all been on the the hangry end of that that tornado. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you're yeah. married to a hangry tornado, and uh, yeah. you're better for it. Obviously, you've mm-hmm. been a better man. Uh, that's right. Because you've been through so much. So truly a survivor. You yeah, know? you can see the PTSD in your eyes. Mm-hmm. That's why they're yeah. so black. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> So it's as if I did eye drops of squid ink, but no, Almost, please believe. But not. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Well, I, I want to go ahead and just jump into it. So we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Whew. Steven. Yep. I have some sad news. Uh-oh. Today yep. is the final episode of the Dennis Run of oh. Fairfield episodes, you know? I was looking at that. I had to double check and I was like, oh man, 239. Mm-hmm. 239 yeah yeah man what a good run run. yeah yeah you know it's it's one of these things where uh to you and i yeah we've we've had a blast these past 10 episodes and uh honestly it can only go downhill from here um hopefully this this i know is this the rest of this episode do what what is this a good episode right now yeah it's like people are like listening they're like shaking their heads like not yet Uh, (laughs) listen to the outtakes we had fun there But, uh, yeah, I, I would imagine so. I can't imagine how this could possibly go wrong oh, yeah. or off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. But uh, it is, I will, uh, it's been a good run. Yeah, for sure. I will say uh, a couple of minutes ago, like you and I were, were talking. And then as soon as you picked up your iPad to show me something <laughs> on your screen, that's when the screen froze. And it took me <laughs> like a few seconds before it unpaused and then I could comment on it. But uh, yeah. otherwise, you know what? This is going off flawlessly. Absolutely, man. And I feel really good about it. And mm-hmm. uh, we're here today to talk about Scream 3. Very yes. exciting. Continuing our Scream March. Ooh, yeah. man, it just rolls off the tongue still. It um, really does. Yeah. And, man, I'm, I'm really excited to get to that, but I, I think we do have a few uh, mini topics and stuff to get through before that. Uh, always fun, so. I think so. Um, and I think we have to start with the most pressing issue, uh-huh. which is last week before we started recording the podcast, you told me about something you came across, oh. and it was in reference to our good friend w- <clears throat> Dave Roberts over mm-hmm. at Area International Good sport. Uh, do you remember how this got brought up? I have no idea. Same. I think we said something about it. Probably. And then he mentioned it. All. I don't know. Yeah. It was a lot, a lot of back and forth through podcasting. The, the best of communication forms. <laughs> That's as right. As we yeah. discussed. Yeah. Yo, you and I have <laughs> spoken via text like 
we could just like have him on the show yeah, again like, and talk, talk to him, him that way, <laughs> which I'm I'm eager to do. But like this is a fun slash stupid way to to do so. Yeah, you essentially have to have or listen to two different podcasts to understand yeah, this conversation. But yeah, there there was something that we said uh, about. Um, we were talking about like chocolate oranges or whatever. Like we were talking shit on a combo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's odd. Yeah. And then Dave had mentioned on Erie International uh, episode something. Yeah. Uh, so he had mentioned that the English version of that where the chocolate is checks notes good and not <laughs> trash like we have here in America. It uh, it, it, it's uh, more palatable that way. Uh-huh. And so it's delicious before, even. Yeah. And before we started recording the last episode, you told me. You alerted me through the oh, bat yeah. signal, and you were like, I've got something stupid for the show. <laughs> yeah. What like, do you think about this? <laughs> and, and both of us immediately hit by on this. So uh, do you want to set up what sure. it was that we've purchased and are going to try on the show today? Yeah, so as uh, our overlord Amazon has everything, they mm-hmm. indeed had these. And uh, specifically, uh, our friend Dave had mentioned Terry's oranges, Terry's chocolate oranges. That were mm-hmm. so good. And when he said that, when I looked them up in the box and stuff, it's like the, the dark chocolate one is a red box. The original like milk chocolate one is a, a blue box. And I was like, these look like the chocolate oranges I am discussing. Like, I, I But what's weird is I couldn't find them locally. I can't find them anywhere. I feel like in the States, I only really see these at Christmas time. And I do feel like ter- I've had a Terry's before. But I can't guarantee it. So it's like I have to wait. We're, we're going to follow up on this. This will be a sequel discussion in like fucking December. Right. Uh, <laughs> once we see if these are around, you know, and this is like what we've had. But it's cool because at least online I could guarantee that like on the back. They're, they're a product of France. I was thinking it was going to be an English thing, but uh, European in general, I guess. Um, so they're the, the real deal. And he mentioned just the Terry's chocolate, but um, I wasn't sure. I feel like not only is the chocolate in America bad, which I, I totally agree with. Uh, it's not great. But I didn't know if he meant also, like, dark chocolate. That seems like a more English thing anyway to me. Like, Oh, all, really? Okay. Everybody from England is just posh and awesome to me. They're, they're mm-hmm. all posh spice. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and or, or Beckham's. Either way. Mm-hmm. Are they still together? I don't. Who cares, right? I, don't, I have no idea. Anyway, Spice Girls reunion tour 2023 is all I'm saying. Um, and right. I didn't, I didn't know, like, was he mentioning the dark specifically? But what's great is on Amazon they had a two-pack. Shakur. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they Shakur did. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have both. We have dark and regular original milk chocolate. So, uh, and we both got, there was like three left and you and I both bought two immediately. <laughs> and like a few days later, it was supposed to arrive in like two days. And a few days later, it was like, oh, there's been a delay. And the last time that happened to me, it was two weeks later that I got my item. And I was like, oh. God damn it. There's not any more to buy. <laughs> I need it for the show. And then it yeah. showed up the next day, thankfully. Awesome. So, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to break into these and try them out because uh, it's Dave Rex- Re- Dave's recommendation. And as we know, Dave is amazing. That's true. Um, one quick note. These arrived on Wednesday here at my house, and I <laughs> unboxed these, and my wife was like, why did you order these? Yep. Like, she she is a big chocolate fan, but she's in the same camp as me as, like, chocolate oranges. Uh, a, no, thank you. Not a thing. Uh, yeah. It's just not not good. And so I was like, I will tell you about this, uh-huh. she's but not I'm going to keep it. it brief because <laughs> I feel like you don't care about this answer. And I was like, we're going to try these on the show because and she was like okay i'm out <laughs> so mm. like i was like uh, because uh, a friend in england uh, so like, they're good uh, i have an english friend i'm just saying yeah she yeah, was already, work, already down care. the street yeah yeah 
Yep. She doesn't care. She's all about Australians. So That's true. That's right. Didn't matter to her. Crikey, she said. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you want to break these open? Hell yeah. Should Let's start with the, the blue one, which okay. is the original. I feel like uh, that's the the good baseline yeah. to, to start on this. And uh, I have not unboxed these. So Neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're both, both boxed up. I do like the presentation of these. Like mm-hmm. the, it kind of looks like an orange. It's like in gold foil. And just the whole like round, it's really hefty too. That surprises it is. me. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like a good <laughs> ball in my hand. Hell yeah, my feels like my left nut. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, like when guys brag oh. to their their other guy friends that are like, oh, my balls are real heavy. My it's balls like, are heavy, man. I don't care. All three of them are heavy, so. <laughs> <laughs> I only started out with two. I recently came across another one. It's weird. Um, but yeah, there's a, a little sticker on top that uh-huh. says Terry's, and you move that, and that. Reveals the it's, opening to it. It's pretty nice packaging because it, it opens it, right away. Yeah, which is good because these were uh, expensive. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was it like sixteen bucks or whatever? With, like, like shipping and everything. Yeah. Yeah. For this two pack was. Uh, that's the thing too. I'm like, I feel like I could buy these for like four dollars at any given time <laughs> around. Not at, at, at Christmas time, but at any given store. Right. And now it's like, oh, no, there's $7 each. And I was like, yeah. man, for this bit, it's fucking worth it. That's true. And oh, I told boy. you, as we were buying these, I told you I wanted to send one to Dave. And I was like, I will be damned if I'm going to send him a thing from his own country that he can probably <laughs> yeah. just go buy anywhere. But I hope that Dave buys one and eats it along. That would we'll be like see. him <laughs> mailing us like a Hershey's bar. Yeah. Like, yeah, for $14. We have these. They were like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can get one for a dollar. Yeah. But I love the the uh, sentiment for me. That's what counts. So, yes. uh, you ready to crack this open? Yes. Yeah, I've got got it uh, opened up here. Uh, it looks like a, a couple of the pieces have uh, like kind of fallen out. But otherwise, it's a, a very nice presentation. Yeah. It's very like it's like pre-sliced, so you don't have to fuck with that. It's it's good. Like, you have to like dig your your teeth into this. I'm gonna take a picture of this so people can see. We'll have this on our uh-huh. uh, social media. People are just riveted. Oh yeah. They cannot. Imagine oh, how exciting so close this could I possibly it. be. Should I taste it? How round? So close. Like, you ready? Like I, I have a, a block against my sense of smell. I can rarely smell anything. Oh, but this is very general. Like odiferous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah, the orange is really powerful. I remember mm-hmm. he, he said on the show that they they use like actual orange oil, so it helps like, with flavor. Maybe we just had like bad chocolate oranges, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious if that's the case, or if I will still just be like, it's okay. It's never bad. It's just like not my thing, you know? Yeah. And then, like, one side of the, the orange slice has a texture on it. The other yeah. one, other side Flat. is smooth. But uh, otherwise, a, a nice presentation. Yep. Let's give it a taste for the original regular milk chocolate version Ooh, of yeah. a Terry's chocolate orange. Hmm. Okay. Very orangey. Chocolatey. Mm-hmm. It's mild. It's good. Oh, that's strong. <laughs> <laughs> That I love been a reaction where you're like, I'm going somewhere with this, and then it's like pivot. <laughs> it happens sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. the The chocolate is very creamy. Yeah, so I'll give it that. It's uh, better quality chocolate. Than, it does taste uh, better. I feel like yeah. the dark is going to be even better with that mm-hmm. with the orange flavor. I think that would go better together. We usually are, you know. So <laughs> we break those out too. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So far. This is like, it's all right, you know? Yeah. Uh, I have so much of this milk chocolate orange left. Um, that is the problem. These are expensive, <laughs> and we don't really like them much, and you hate wasting food. <laughs> and I just ate one slice, and I'm like, I'm pretty good. Yeah. 
There's a lot left. There's like, I don't know, like 15, 16 slices probably total? Quite a bit. It's got to be Quite a, a number, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're, uh, I, I, that's exactly how I feel. Whenever I have these two, it's around Christmas time. It's like somebody I know got one. And then they're like, I ooh, you have this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat like one slice. I'm, it's yeah. like every Christmas I, I give it a shot. I'm like, oh, maybe this year is like the year. And it's like, eh, that's enough yeah. for me. I don't really need any more than that, you know? That's commendable that you try it again, you know? Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. On the top, uh, my Terry's sticker for the dark chocolate one has a ring. Same. A yeah. red ring Oh, my it. God. Samara's going to pop out of this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, no. We have to <laughs> we have to pass this dark chocolate orange on to someone else within the next week. You know, or she shows up again. Maybe she will like that milk chocolate yeah. version of it. You maybe, know? maybe she was just hungry the whole time and nobody Could gave her any food. Um, anyone think to throw a sandwich down the yeah. well? <laughs> She's like, send more bread. It got soggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, she's she's eating the sandwich upside down. Oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, you know what? Urgh. She deserves to stay this down there. hard to get open. Yeah, this one you really gotta, you gotta want. Oh, your... but once I got it open, the uh, the slices are just ready to be like unleashed upon the world. I feel like it was like shipped from over the seas, and it's just like one unit now. <laughs> I, honestly, I can't break mine apart. Really? I can't. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna need a chunk out of this thing on the side. I feel like I want to bang it on something. Hell yeah, dude! I'm gonna mute my microphone. I'm gonna bang this around. All right. Steven's much like a caveman. He's going to do his best to crack open this crustacean of a chocolate orange. Dark chocolate orange, I should Totally say. worked, by the way. Did it work? It did. Well, bam! Did. Oh, perfect. You got a slice. Sometimes you just got to bang your orange on the, on the you, table. I mean, you just got to bang that orange you sometimes. Bang it, dude. Yeah, like yeah. I do. <laughs> All right, yeah. You ready to do this? Dark chalky orange. Yep. I hope it's not chalky. Here, here we go. Here mm-hmm. we go. Hmm. Yeah, the other one's like creamy. You know This what? one's like hard. Mm. This one I like. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. This is good. It still has an orange flavor to it. Yeah, I know, but not as much, right? Yeah, it's more subtle. Like the, the dark chocolate, the bitterness takes over it more. And I feel like they do complement mm. each other more like I thought they were going oh, to, you know? Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, the darkness of it. It just shines through. It's like a light. Mm. I know. I know. Ah. <laughs> but yeah i do like this 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 one i will absolutely finish yeah honestly i'm not gonna waste this other orange chocolate mm-hmm. orange because it cost me 174 dollars to get yeah. it here but you know i'm not as excited to get to it mm-hmm. but i do like the uh the small slices of this it's like something you can grab one of and then go you know you don't have to sit down with a uh, like, I know a Hershey's bar or whatever are split up into, like, chunks, mm. like a Kit Kat even. Yep. You can break off a piece, but honestly, I'm going to finish that whole thing. Oh, that's another thing that makes me furious. If I see, like, anybody just bite straight through Kit Kat bars together and not break them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's a no-go That's a no go for me. Red flag, red flag! Um, I do feel like I don't want any more of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the dark chocolate was much better. I would actually yeah. eat that. Like at Christmas time, that would be a better treat for me than I think I've always had the milk chocolate. That's, mm-hmm. This tastes like way different than anything I've ever had. So yeah. I think Dave was right that it's like a better quality. 
mm-hmm. chocolate better quality like orange oil in there but mm-hmm. i'm curious come december we'll see if these come the- december <laughs> <laughs> everyone get ready no not november has become come december <laughs> Wow, I walked into yeah. that. That was yeah, good. Yeah, you did. No, Ooh. don't slip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I did count this earlier. Oh, my God. And there are 20 slices oh, wow. in each of these, meaning we've got 38 slices wow. of these collective oranges left over. Well, so. at least they are healthy. Because that's a good thing. Orange. They're, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I got thought about, like... Like a, a nice mom would send like a kid to school with like an or, like a real orange. And that's yeah. what they, like their their snack would be. And like another kid gets into school and he has a chocolate orange and he like breaks it open on the school bus and he's like, oh man, finally some good food. They you know? take a bite out of it and they're like, oh, my mom's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Uh, but like altogether, um, enjoyable and yeah. uh, more than anything, it's content for the show that's yeah that's what people are here for and that's what we are excited about because uh because dave our friend winston he he was so mm-hmm. uh so so kind to us uh to mm-hmm. to go along with our bit and he even changed his name to winston online for a little bit at least i'm not sure if it's mm-hmm. still that way but uh that was really cool we wanted to return the favor and uh get a, get a piece of chocolate from his uh hometown uh, hometown of england of france england yeah that's right absolutely so, so yeah, I, I think that. between the two we're in agreement. The dark chocolate one is the superior of the For two. Sure. Are you planning to finish that one? Uh, I was going to say, I, I might eat another slice or so, but I need to like, mm. like uh, go visit some family and be like, you guys want some of this chocolate? <laughs> yes. Yeah, spread know? it around, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I need to share it now. Um, and, and also discuss, you know, the, the differences between the two, which I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever had, so, especially side by side. Right. So. Yes. Um, Good so stuff, I'm, man. I'm, Absolutely going to finish the dark chocolate one, uh-huh. uh, maybe over the course of this uh, next week or so. Uh, my <laughs> wife will, I'm sure, help me. I never say the, this episode. It's like, Brent's yeah. going to get sick, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the milk chocolate one, I think we can both agree, it needs to be thrown in the fucking hobba, dude. Oh, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to call Boston. Boston, oh, wow. uh, make a couple of uh, baseball-sized gaps in your hobba. <laughs> I got some chocolate oranges to throw in there. Now that you mentioned that, I would really like to hit one of these with a baseball bat. Ooh. See how far it would go. Yeah. With the crack of the bat. Oh. It hits Brent right in the crotch. What if it <laughs> what if you hit it and, and the pieces spread out and mm-hmm. then like a bunch of kids around could catch a, a piece each and then eat them? And the forehead? Yeah, it would kill them. <laughs> <laughs> that, it would definitely. Yeah. Good way to go though. You know? I mean, like, if you have to go. <laughs> you can imagine the kids the, like a chocolate orange, really? Mm-hmm. I couldn't have died by Starburst. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody throwing runts at my face like shrapnel from a grenade. But no, oh. chocolate orange did me in. <sighs> Story of my life. And then we have to bury them in the Boston Harbor. I'm sorry. It's just how it is. But we're going to wrap them in foil first. That's to honor the way they Absolutely. Yeah. With a sticker yes. on top. The most respectful <laughs> way we can do it. <laughs> what was your son's name? Terry. Oh. oh. This works out nicely. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We already have stickers printed up. Yeah. <laughs> Sons, daughters, all are named Terry. <laughs> this way. Oh, my God. But that was fun, Tim, man. We haven't had yeah. a food thing in a while on the show, so that's, that's cool. Yeah, it was fun to uh, revisit that Absolutely. food corner. Yeah. Food corner. Very right. food-centric episode so far today. Yeah, on accident, I feel. It wasn't even on purpose. On 
the very <laughs> last episode of the Dennis oh. favorite episode saga. Oh, so you the know? so the like the two forties are gonna be the uh, the cavities after yeah. after eating the the chocolate that finished absolutely Dennis favorite episodes. Interesting Re- reverse dunking it. Yeah, yeah, man, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, don't like suggest. So there we go. Well, uh, I have a few other little things I wanted to mention. I think you did as well. Do you want to say something about stuff you've been watching? Yeah, and I'll try to keep this uh, brief for me. But um, there was something that I I came across this article, and it was like the best sci-fi movies on Amazon. And I looked at it, and I I came across this, or not Amazon, on Netflix. And I, I found this one that I had been meaning to watch a while ago but it mm. fell off of like whatever streaming service it was and I didn't get a chance to to watch it so I thought oh now's my chance and this movie is called Ex Machina except I hopped on Netflix oh. to watch it and was not there I was like this fucking article <laughs> who knows when this fucking thing was written it was probably written like three months ago and it's just now winding up the rotation it wasn't right. there but uh, at a certain point it was on some streaming service I was hyped to watch it I added it to whatever queue I had and then it uh-huh. like went away I was like god damn it and it hasn't been on anything other than like Fubo which is impossible <laughs> to access <laughs> however uh, I did find on Netflix a like an adjacent show which was uh, or maybe it was on Paramount I think I, I gave up on Netflix and I, I went there um it was uh, Annihilation. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. The Natalie Portman vehicle. For sure. Um, yeah, I'd never, never seen this movie, but stuff. it had uh, 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 Oscar Isaac in it as uh-huh. well. And it was like sci-fi-esque. It was like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll try this. We'll, we'll one, two, three, triple deke this direction. Hell yeah. So uh, I watched this movie. Yeah, Alex Garland uh, did it. He, uh, mm-hmm. what was the other? I guess he, he did Ex Machina as well, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, Ex Machina and mm-hmm. Annihilation. I think yes. Is that what you said? The other one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did both of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I watched Annihilation and uh, I had heard that it's like some people liked it. Some people didn't. So it was uh, kind of polarizing. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear it get as much uh, heat in the news as uh, Ex Machina did, but I still wanted to see it. Uh-huh. Uh, I heard it was interesting and um, it's based on the it, book. I I understand this. Okay. Okay. Um, not happy about it. But you know, most entertainment is based on exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that part thrilled me. Okay. Good. 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 I was like, oh, this is based on a book. (laughs) Sounds like Come December came (laughs) early this year. (laughs) (laughs) But I uh, I was watching this this movie, um, and I watched it the way the director intended it. Obviously, on my phone in the dark in multiple parts as I was going to bed (laughs) multiple nights. Um, it might be a great way to watch it. You know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, overall, I I liked it, but it wasn't all that memorable. To Which me. one is this? Annihilation. Annihilation. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm with you I, on that. Uh, I, I do like the idea of the shimmer. I think the visual effects look great. I liked uh, Tessa Thompson's character a lot in this oh, movie. Yeah. She's um, good in that. She was a, a lot of fun. Um and I, I like the overall idea of the movie. It just like some of the the, I guess the science behind it or whatever just yep. seemed like I am kind of not understanding this. And I yeah, it's very I, heady sci-fi. Yeah, and, and which is weird yeah. because like when I saw this article online, I was like, oh, I don't really 
I'm not like super into like cosmic sci-fi and some like mm-hmm. hard sci-fi. I'm like, I can't really get into, but I clicked on the article anyway. <laughs> I was, like, I and you there. watched a movie based on it. So <laughs> I'm a naturally curious person. I wanted to see what was on this list. And yep. then like, you know, the one movie I did want to see was not available to me at the time. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll watch this, watch this other, one. other movie that this person directed. Um, and it was just, just okay. Like, yeah, I'm uh, with you on that for Annihilation actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say it's bad. I think it's maybe worth watching, but uh, it's not anything that's going to stick with me. However, later on, I did discover Stephen. Uh, I'm a little bit of a scam artist. Oh um, yeah. So I was on an episode of True Criminals this past week. Uh huh. Check out their their episode. Yeah, for uh, sure. They stopped numbering the episode, so I can't point you to it. But it came out on March 11th <laughs> of 2022. If you're listening to this in the the future. Um, and on that, you know, they a little bit of an ambush, and they they posited that in fact I was a criminal. I'm, you know, market myself as a mainly good boy, but yeah. there there are a couple of things. Did they unearth th- a few things? We got to listen to that show, huh? Have have I thrown rocks at donkeys? Uh, who before us has not? <laughs> Check out that episode. Who did it? What about Stank? Stank is in the clear. Oh, you know, good. Yeah, no cow tipping for him. No cow tipping. Um, but. You know, cow tipping is not just a country in <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the point of, I'm trying to make is that, um, you know, through some uh, nefarious means, oh. you know, I, uh, I was able to uh, watch Ex Machina. Oh, you know? okay. Was, uh, you look, was you able a little to hacker over there? I don't like to brag a little bit of a hacker. Um, so, Stephen... Uh, they have this deal going on on Paramount Plus where if you uh, oh. <laughs> add Showtime, <laughs> this is the hack as an add-on, you get a discounted rate. Oh, you know? oh hey! So whereas before, as I was paying uh, a sick hundo for pa- Paramount Plus annually. Oh yeah. For an extra fifty-dollar bill, I uh, for an extra grant, I was able to add Showtime on there. For See, a that's year? like that's like you have a year like, of it though. Yeah, I didn't realize that when you told me the other day you got Showtime. Mm-hmm. I thought you got it for yeah. like a month, and you're no, like, no, no man, no. I'm rolling the Showtime. Shit on there, man. That's like an extra four dollars <laughs> and change a month. You're like, that's I'm, worth I'm, it, baby. I'm practically stealing. That's this. one blockbuster movie. That's one blockbuster movie. Yeah, done. I don't even have to rewind this yeah. if I don't want to. It gives you the option. It gives you the option to rewind. Be uh-huh. kind. I was like, no, nah, I'm a criminal now, baby. <laughs> Perhaps you've not listened to the newest episode of True Criminals. <laughs> Shout out to Eric and Rachel and Ross over there. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, long, long story longer, uh, I was able to watch Ex Machina. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Have you seen Dude, this movie? Okay, yeah, so you were right on board with me because I loved Ex Machina. Uh, oh, I've, great. Been, I've only seen it once, I feel, but um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Donald Gleason, who's the other star See, in that. So I've heard a lot of people... Uh, uh, shout his praises, especially yeah. oh, at yeah. the end of that uh, that last Star Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, he's hot. Uh, yeah. They were like, "Oh man, I lo- I loved him in that movie." And you know, for people who haven't seen, I won't spoil it. But like, you know, it's been out for a while, whatever. But like, uh, I was like, I don't know this guy oh, outside yeah. of these movies. And then I watched this. I was like, this is why people like him. And also, oh, that like, movie, he's good at it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Oscar Isaac is in both as well. He's amazing as always. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, this is what people mean when they say they like Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I like him as an actor, but like uh-huh. this, holy shit. 
He's he was so, great in this. Uh, Everyone was unhinged. great in this. And at yeah. different points in this, uh, his mm-hmm. character's so quirky billionaire, you know, yeah, type of thing. And uh, but I think they they play off each other really well. And then Alicia mm-hmm. Vikander, and yeah. this as well, uh, is really good. This is the one of the first things I saw her in. But it was like she was in like four or five things in like one year. Like she just exploded on the scene, and this was one oh of really them. yeah. That's crazy. Um, and she's really good. But yeah, mm-hmm. Domhnall Gleeson, um, mostly I like him in the movie About Time, which is like a time travel romantic comedy that he's in mm-hmm. with Rachel McAdams. And he's just oh. really charming in that. But he's also in Harry Potter. He's the the older Weasley brother, Bill, um, who turns into like a werewolf later in the series and stuff. His so. name is Bill? Bill. Bill. Yeah. Classic young kid's name. Oh, yeah. Will. I mean, they're wizards. Not William. It's supposed to be different. It's called Billiam. Ooh. Mm-hmm. No, that actually makes also really a show on site or uh, Showtime. Oh, Billy Billiams. Mm-hmm. Yep, about B. Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering when you said that you got Showtime. I was like, they do usually have like one show that looks really good or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, do they do like Ray Donovan? I was here about that. Uh, the Leah uh, Schreiber. I think so. I haven't gone through the the TV shows as much. They've got yeah. that. Yeah, They've got um, uh, the Don Cheadle, uh, um, Kristen. Bell. Oh show. yeah, I wondered about that. Uh, House of Lies. House of Lies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah, like one got... of her shows that I just totally blanked on because it was on mm-hmm. a, a Showtime, and I was like, "Who the fuck has Showtime?" Yeah, Brian has Showtime. That's right. Hey, you know what? You got it, but you rolled in it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to know how to pull off this crime, just get at me. I'll point you in the right direction. <laughs> I uh, know a guy. Oh let's my say. god. I got. Uh, uh, I've got a hookup on four friends. They're called what? Washington, 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 <laughs> Washington. And then like a handful of change, you know. Man, you really just mm-hmm. giving out all the tips today. <laughs> you know, Hell I've yeah. got one to give and yeah. that's it. <laughs> um, Alex Garland, though, that director, I, I knew he had kind of burst on the scene in my head with Ex Machina and then Annihilation. Um, oh, and with that as well, uh, we'll, we'll get to Annihilation in a second, too, because i got to mention some of that. But I okay. always loved Ex Machina a lot. I thought it was cool. But he wrote uh, 28 Days Later and uh, 28 Weeks Later, he was like a rewrite. So mm-hmm. he, like that Danny Boyle thing. And then he wrote Dread years ago. I saw that, yeah. That's crazy. I forgot he was like any part of those things or never knew he was any part of those things. Have you ever seen Dread? Yeah, once. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked it. I, I know people really like it. Um, it was much better than the... Stallone Judge Dread from the 90s. I, that yeah. one is weird, but in a way that I can't really get behind. It doesn't really do mm-hmm. much for me. But um, Dread was pretty cool. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It had like, that, that cool slow motion drug thing, like where they'd have the sequences that were like all slow and stuff. You remember that? Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Annihilation, uh, a lot of people really, really fucking like. Um, and it oh, is really? this, okay. this heady sci fi, and it's like people talk about uh, a lot of the like the creatures in it and like how they're affecting the psyche of the the humans involved and stuff and i'm like i i watched it, it was one of those like um it was like a rival they kind of came out around the same time too uh roughly mm. i think and a rival like i i don't understand the love i don't get it like and people were like yeah. oh you don't understand it like it's this and i'm like yeah yeah i get that's exactly the movie i watched i can tell mm-hmm. you that same thing that you're like your mind is blown over. And I, I watched it and just yawned. I was like, what are you talking about? This is not good. <laughs> yeah. And Annihilation in my head was the same kind of way. Like, it's just one that does not click with me. I feel like I understand what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it being that poignant. Like, it doesn't work for me. So yeah. it never did. So I'm, I'm intrigued that you and I both feel the same way about these movies, you know? 
Oh, that's that's interesting about yeah. Arrival because I'm with you on that. Uh, about I do Arrival think too? like yeah, because yeah, cool. I, I watched it and I was like, uh, I don't get all the the heaps of praise that are right. added to this. Like it's not. People will be like, fine. no, but like, then it's like full circle. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> they write in circles. Yeah, that's fine. And the movie is full circle. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. I see. I see what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. But it's weird that the movie is on a rectangle. I mean, <laughs> it's weird. What's that about? Be, do right? something different, Hollywood. Um, project it on a large pog, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. That's yeah. It's a problem with these West Coast elites, you know? <laughs> Tell me that, man. Tell me that. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it, and I, I like I thought the, like, aliens and, like, how they would communicate was kind of cool, like, the idea behind it, but the overall package, the the storytelling, mm-hmm. yep. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm just, I just wasn't that into it. I guess yeah. it was fine. I'm, I'm glad I saw it, but I, I don't have the urge to rewatch yeah. it. I, I feel the same way. I, I it's a, an, Annihilation and Arrival, I both want to revisit again, especially Arrival. Mm-hmm. I've thought about that uh, a little bit lately, but... Um, every time I've tried, I've watched them both. I think I've watched Annihilation just once. I've watched Arrival twice, I think. And like, mm. I'm still like, I don't get it. So mm-hmm. eventually I might give this another shot. Uh, but it's one of those that never clicked with me. So kind of with yeah. you on that one. Um, going back to Ex Machina real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, for people who haven't seen it, it's, uh, um, well, it's a movie. You can oh, look yeah. it up. You can see what it's about. But I, I don't want to spoil the ending. But I will say that the ending is like uh, both hopeful and dark at the same uh-huh. time and i was really impressed with it like it i've it's really been been thinking about it ever since i watched it and man yeah, i it sticks with really you, right? enjoyed it yeah yeah and their performances are so interesting in it mm-hmm. that it kind of sticks with you too like i feel like uh I, I i get to with with annihilation i get that same like he's a quality writer and director and stuff mm-hmm. But I just it just doesn't click with me. And then um, mm-hmm. and I wanted to read those books as well. They they came out a few years before that, and I had heard about them because there's like a, a few of them. It's like a series, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And then after the movie, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like just the, <laughs> the story alone, I'm like, I don't think I like this. Yeah. Uh, but I can see why people would like it, and mm-hmm. that you know, there's quality there. But Ex Machina, I just think he knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that was his own thing, right? Like he had mm-hmm. developed it. I, I read that he had the like seed for the story when he was a, like a teenager or oh, something yeah. like that. And he had had conversations That's with cool. people over, over the decades and eventually uh, had an epiphany and, and wrote out the story. But the, the, the cast is so reduced uh-huh. at, at a certain point. I was like, wait, was this made during the pandemic? And I was like, no, this <laughs> oh, was yeah. like way before it was a 2014 movie, but it's just like yeah. mainly three actors. And then there's a fourth like one, one in location. It. Yeah. Right? And then it's, uh, they're, they're walled off. Uh, a couple of them at a certain point and i don't know man i just i really liked it i, I love the cinematography yeah. of it all um you just really want to watch it now. yeah yeah it's good hey, you know what, man? <laughs> that's the goal let me tell you about the showtime let me, <laughs> hey man let me tell you. i was when i first got showtime i was going through the the movies and seeing what was out there and whatnot there's some like some decent stuff on there but there wasn't as much as like an hbo max or yeah. you know what have you um however i did find they have a little uh, collection of a24 movies i was oh, like oh shit cool. there's so many of these that i want to watch that i have not yet nice. so uh yeah but some of them i already like had bought on itunes like <laughs> minari and uh, the green knight i bought both of those oh, on yeah. sale a while back i just haven't watched them but right uh, that said they, there's a, a lot on there so i'm, I'm definitely eager to uh, check out some of those other films yeah i mean you too for four dollars a month um can mm-hmm. can can do this you know brent <laughs> will tell you how to break the law and do it 
man, that's the greatest crime I've ever committed. <laughs> Tell you what, this crime thing is really working out for me, you know? Oh my God. Mm. All right. So I wanted to mention something that we had talked about last week. I think our, I think it was our opening question. I had asked mm. if you could have one TV show or movie or, or you get to pick one of each. Um, but it was the only thing you got to watch ever again in your life. Yeah. What would yeah. you choose? And, uh, it was one of those where we were talking about Scream, all the movies and stuff, and so I said Scream would be my movie, and, it, and it's definitely up there. It's definitely a good choice. Uh, and then I said Veronica Mars because it's like also like a mystery thing, and it's a really good show that I like a lot. Uh, but in, since that week, I've been thinking about this since then, and I've completely changed my mind on both of those things. So I'm going to do a, a, a first LTAS do-over on okay, my picks wow. for that. And it also leans into what I've been watching, and I realized, oh, these are the ones that I would want to watch all the time. So uh, two things that I watched or uh, consumed recently. One is um, I really, really, really like the movie Dazed and Confused, Richard Linklater's 1993, uh, you know, just hangout movie. Uh, last day of school in, in 76 that these kids are uh, going around town and having good fun and has a lot of good people in it. I have I watched... Don't, I don't think we've ever talked about that movie before. Oh, really? I yeah. can't remember if I had ever brought it up on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've i seen this movie a whole lot. Have you ever seen Days and Confused before? A long time ago. I barely remember anything. Oh is this God. Is this the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey, hey, hey, hey? Yeah, it's his first okay. role. Uh-huh. It's where he gets yeah. the... Just Keep Living tagline and the uh, all right, all right, all right came from this yeah. movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's he, he's in it. He's amazing. Ben Affleck is in it when he was really young. Um, it's got a ton of people from like they, they it was like a Miramax kind of crossover with like Kevin Smith stuff that they I don't know if it was like actually a Miramax movie, Dazed and Confused, but had like the same uh, uh, producers and stuff that worked with Kevin Smith, a lot of the same actors like Ben Affleck and uh, stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, I have always really liked Dacing and Fuse. It's just a really fun hangout movie, and I really love hangout movies like uh, Can't Hardly Wait or American Graffiti. And so I realized um, the other day when I watched Dacing and Fuse for the fifth time in one week, <laughs> okay. I realized this is the movie I would rather want to watch because it's just a hangout movie, and there's like a cast of like 20 people, 20 kids, and so you okay. follow them all kind of in different ways, and they cross paths, and it's just like endlessly enjoyable to me and i really love the characters they feel like real teenagers in the 70s like mm-hmm. their dialogue their their natural way of like delivering it and stuff all feels like these are actual people you know yeah. that i want to hang out with these are my friends you know um so yeah that'd be really fun to watch with you in person someday because it's one of my favorite movies i realized uh, as i watched it so many times this week and never got sick of it and i'm still like so excited about it um and you had mentioned I don't know if it was before we recorded or earlier mm-hmm. on. You you had mentioned that you were going to buy Spider-Man No Way Home, which comes out the day this airs, that Tuesday. You were going to buy oh, it on Blu-ray. Happy Spider-Man Day, everyone. Happy Spider-Man Day. Very excited about that. Don't Finally ruin it, it for Steven. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you said that you were actually, because you're a collector, you were going to buy the Blu-ray for it. And yeah. I've actually been thinking about buying more Blu-rays because I want more special features, which I know has been a, mm-hmm. a big thing of yours that you always ask like with streaming stuff. Like, well... Can you watch anything with it? You know, like I, mm-hmm. I bought the Scream movies the other day uh, on iTunes because I've, I've had copies of them on DVD and stuff over the years. But I was yeah. like, I might as well own them. I love them. And they mm-hmm. came with like a lot of good special features that are from the the DVD and Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Um, like they have feature commentaries and behind the scenes and deleted scenes and all that good stuff. But um, Dazed and Confused was released on Criterion with uh, like, like it's like an exclusive Criterion edition of all these special 
features and like the commentary by the director and stuff. And uh, I'm a huge, huge Richard Linklater fan. I love almost everything really? I've ever seen of his. Wow, uh, I think I've okay. loved. Um, and he's like an Austin native, and um, so he's a Texas boy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's nearby. We're friends, whatever. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and so this one uh, is one of my favorites of his and one of my favorite movies of the 90s. And, um, and it's just so fucking good that I've, I've thought like about buying the Blu-ray, even though I own it already mm-hmm. on digital, because it has all the extra features and I'm like so into it. So I'm going to choose that movie as my okay. movie. And then I also read um, a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, close your ears. I read Amy Poehler's book. Uh, it's called Yes, oh. Please. She hmm. wrote in 2014, the same year Ex Machina came out. Interesting. Oh, coincidence? Oh, I think, yeah, probably. Yeah, just a yeah, coincidence. They, we did talk about they it. They see mostly unrelated. Yeah, yeah it's just like true. the years. Things come out in years. I, you know what? Uh, I love Amy Poehler, so I will allow this there you book go. to be discussed on the podcast. And this is the exact type of book I would suggest for you, where it's like, it's. I thought about, like, I have the Simon pictures? Pegg. <laughs> there are no pictures, but it's not... A bulk, bulky novel, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like these, uh, you know, the Simon Pegg, Nerd Duel, and, and Seth Rogen's book and stuff, where they're just, like, stories. Like, they just, like, you can, like, they're little ch- chunks of chapters and, like, of stories and stuff. And so they're really interesting. Like, she talks about coming up in the improv world in Chicago and then getting onto SNL and meeting Tina Fey in Chicago. And oh, how, okay. Like, they met and were, like, instantly best friends and, like she like different people she met in different places and um she smoked a lot of pot in her 20s um she cusses like a sailor she's really fucking funny uh i always knew i liked amy polar and stuff but this book was really good and uh, i'd highly recommend it it's called yes please and that's kind of her motto is like she's always you know tries to be polite or whatever she mentions stuff Mm -hmm. about that but um it was filled with a lot of good stories and uh about snl and people she met on there and you know how you can crash and burn on a sketch and get through that and like a lot about improv and um she started she was a co-founder of the upright citizens brigade which is a group that performs their improv group Mm -hmm. uh that started in chicago they moved to new york but then they started a school and that's like like paul Shear is part of the ucb school and like Mm -hmm. uh jason manzoukas and stuff like a bunch of people went through that at least at Mm -hmm. some point and uh and they've touched a lot of comedians that you've you know, you like and stuff, basically. Everybody likes. And now, um, Jason Mantzoukas is the voice of Tommy Lee's dick. <laughs> That's I'm right. I need to go back to that show, man. Yeah. I need to give it a sh- Did you finish it? Oh, I've not started it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's new I think the it, dick. The, uh, the final episode just, just yeah, dropped. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, yeah. I'm still curious about it, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it's... Uh, uh, I kind of totally lost my train of thought with that. Totally <laughs> 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 confused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she started UCB and then, and she talks about a lot about that and it was just really cool because I'm a huge fan of hers. And so that Mm -hmm. made me think that I'm a huge fan of Parks and Rec and Mm -hmm. instead of Veronica Mars, I'm going to choose Parks and Rec because it's got a lot more characters that I like, a lot more actors. It's funny. It's got music. More Um, seasons. Yeah. It's got more seasons. It's got like, I don't know. There's a lot of like a lot of heart and comedy that I really like. And I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm only allowed to watch one show, that would be the show. So I don't know what I was thinking last week. I think I got put on the spot. And then I now <laughs> you yeah, asked the question. I put myself on the spot. <laughs> that happens, Brent. That's allowed. And I did not like it. See, Parking Rec is, is one of those shows that like I started watching and didn't mm-hmm. keep up with. And then like the seasons kept 
dogpiling on themselves and I, yeah. I i that's one that's on my list of shows to go back and rewatch i believe it's on peacock which is like one mm-hmm. of the two or three streaming services i do not currently have <laughs> yeah. uh, but maybe if i can uh, find uh, i don't know maybe uh seven eight more washington we'll see what happens we'll see what happens i think you would really like it yeah and yeah. we talked about that recently i think too that you just kind of didn't keep going with it once you tried it or whatever but mm-hmm. uh and then the, there is a lot to a backlog um, yeah. I actually saw a tweet this morning from someone and they were like, man, can you remember like used to like most dramas were like 22 episodes full hour long. And mm-hmm. he's like, I, it sounds daunting to go back to watch some of those now. Like yeah. they sound ridiculous. Um, and it, I feel like that way. Yeah. A little bit. There's a podcast, uh, God, uh, bananas for Bonanza. It's hosted by <laughs> Andy Daly and Matt Gorley. Oh, nice. And then, um, uh, oh my God, I could, I get picture her face. Uh, Maria Bamford they all play characters they're like cowboy or western characters uh-huh. that are reviewing the television show Bonanza one the episode at this, a time yep <laughs> problem with this is Bonanza ran for 148 seasons or some shit like wow the yeah Simpsons, right only a couple of years ago did the Simpsons beat it as the longest running television Holy show shit. of all time like there are so many fucking seasons of bonanza that is so funny they're gonna be doing this for years forever yeah yeah man all of them will be dead and i was gonna say they're gonna have like a podcast host die yeah during (laughs) you know what george lucas and put him in uh return of the jedi as well you know there you go yeah add Mm -hmm. him to the chicken yep um yeah so i just want to mention those two things um because that that's the change i guess i would make for Mm -hmm. uh for what i would really watch if i had only one thing and um yeah that's good that's good i reflected back on that after i had made my decisions and i'm like uh yep that's what i picked i guess (laughs) (laughs) my brain because i can't think of anything that would be better you know than uh the 90s ninja turtle movie you you picked a good one out of the gate yeah 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 both of them yeah um you chose really well so you don't need to revisit i chose poorly and i needed to revisit which is funny because you are the one that said the Simpsons and I was like, I will take it. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> you know? Wasn't even my I'm idea. I'm surprised you didn't say Power Rangers now that I think about it. Uh you know what? Like that's like I like fun, but uh-huh. like that's a lot. Uh, I, I have, I have. Uh, you have so at, many like, incarnations to watch, though. There's a lot, but uh, yeah, um, the the quality is not, not as great. Up to my snuff for what i am gotcha. into for I'll, the I'll, only you know. thing yeah you get to yeah. watch yeah, yeah yeah right on yeah. right on at least um, at least uh the simpsons is like legit funny and not like yeah. corny funny it's like i can do my own corny funny okay yeah i got it thanks guys uh, remember come december guys <laughs> power rangers you can have that one <laughs> again that was something steven said that i co-opted <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, do you want to get into our main topic? My God. I so fucking Ugh. want to. Um, so I'm Steven, excited. Let's talk about Scream 3. <laughs> Steven, after we uh, recorded the last podcast, 
I, uh-huh. I had mentioned on, on that show, I wouldn't be surprised if I watched Scream 3 later today. And that's exactly what we did. We watched oh, Scream so 3 excited. that night because I was so excited. I'm so in the zone for the Scream movies yes. that I'm like, I I want to watch like all like after we finished Scream 3, I was tempted to watch Scream 4. Right. I'm like, I can't do this because my <laughs> yeah, brain is bad up. and it's going to confuse everything. I am is, so excited to watch Scream 4 tonight, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. into it. Uh, just to try it again, I'm, it's like growing on me, so it's it'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so stoked you watched Tr- Scream Three like immediately after we oh talked. Oh my god! I yeah. and before we watch that, I pulled up the soundtrack. Um, one and two are not on Apple Music; it's just mm-hmm. like a, a playlist <laughs> or whatever. Um, we, we had mentioned that previously. However, the Scream Three soundtrack is on there, and I pulled oh, yeah. it up, and I was just like looking through the track list. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit down. This looks amazing. Like, this, the music that's on there. However, like, very few of these songs are in the actual movie. They did I, that a lot. Yeah, the inspired by. Yeah, that or it's like, just ooh. like, these songs are loud now, so let's yeah. put them on there or whatever, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't I even like, say, like, popular because some of these are, like, um, either, like, B-sides or, like, not popular songs from certain artists. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a Seven Dust song called Fall. I don't know where the fuck this song even came from. Like, <laughs> it's probably like some deep cut from an album. Scream three original, baby. There you go. Hey, yep. you know what? Hey, guess what? Uh, Ghostface, he likes to uh, chase people. He trips. He's a clumsy fella. He falls. Oh, Let's write a song about it. Got you it. Know? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Put it in the bank. Put it in there. Um, but yes, I I was hyped to talk about this movie. Absolutely, man, yeah. and uh, I, I'm gonna. We're gonna go ahead and just say blanket spoilers here as well throughout mm-hmm. throughout the rest of this because we're gonna have to talk a lot in depth about this. If you um, have a blanket, spoilers. <laughs> I'm saying spoilers. Uh, if you have a snuggie, we'll allow it. But watch yourself. Yeah, Counselor. you're on thin ice. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to run through a little bit of the, uh, like cast and stuff on here. And then sure. I'm, I'm curious to, to get our backstories with this movie and then get into the meat of it. So yeah. uh, I know we both have a lot to talk about with it. So, mm-hmm. um, let me actually pull that up. Uh, cause I thought I had it right here and I don't, so I'm feeling really <laughs> good about things. Yeah. Yeah. I had it like, yeah, it's like, I, I was like, Oh, I'm going to search for this, but it's still on the Google page instead. There are, there are times where I like have stuff pulled up on my phone, ready to go. And then as we're starting the podcast or getting into it reflexively, I will like, uh, kill whatever apps I have open. So it doesn't interfere. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, no. And if it's like my notes app, it's no big deal. I pull that up easily. But if it's like a Wikipedia page, I have to like research whatever it was I was looking at. And yeah. Scroll right. down to wherever, but yeah, It'd be hard. Yeah. Um, so we have, um, this one was the first one that was not written by Kevin Williamson. Uh, instead it was written by Aaron Kruger. William Kevinson. Yeah, was, <laughs> um, Aaron Kruger. I'm trying to look up his Wikipedia. Kruger. Right now. I oh know. My God. I, think that's, I literally think that's why he was hired. I, I, I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah. Freddie was in the first one. He's Kruger's in the win. third one. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Aaron Kruger, he's done a um, some things. So uh, he did you look him up at all after no. watching this? What no, he no, no, okay. No. So he is a, a writer from uh, for a bunch of stuff, but um, he did Arlington Road, uh, 1999 kind of like terrorist thing. It was it's it's pretty cool. I remember it hmm. has a twisty story, and then he did Scream Three. He did uh, he wrote the screenplay for the American version of The Ring. And then a few of those rings, ring two, um, skeleton key. Uh, it's a Joshua Jackson. Is it that? No, movie? this is like uh, skeleton key is like um, 
uh, Kate. God, I can't remember her fucking name right now. Goldie Hawn's daughter. Um, Winslet. <laughs> I know that's what I keep thinking of. Hudson. Kate Winslet. Kate Hudson, yeah, it's Kate mm-hmm. Hudson, like, kind of thriller that's kind of cheesy and stuff. Uh, and then he gets into the meat of it. 2009, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, my God. Then Dark of the Moon. Then Age of Extinction, all in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, the uh, Scarlett Johansson, like, anime remake, live-action thing. Yeah, that no one had a problem with. Yeah, I remember Yeah, exactly, that. right. Mm-hmm. Wrote that. Uh, Dumbo, which I forgot even came out. Oh, my uh, God, the Tim Burton thing? Yeah. Uh, and then Top Gun Maverick, he co-wrote coming up. Um, really? Yeah. So what a wild career. It, it, wild, right? Um, but this was one of his. I mean, it was like his third or fourth movie he had written that got produced. I guess at least uh, was was this one. So yeah, he. That's kind of why it feels so different. Um, mm-hmm. And Scream Four is when Kevin Williamson is brought back into the mix, and I'm not really sure. Hmm. That's why I was like, I ne- it didn't feel like the same magic, even though it brought him and, and put him back with Wes Craven and stuff. I mm-hmm. never felt like it really lived up to it. But three is such a departure from the other, the first two of them. And it's partly because of that. Like, it's it's the Hollywood mm-hmm. thing, the, the cheesiness, they kind of like play up a lot more in this one. And it's like, it's a different writer and it feels different. Like, it's not as, yeah. not as quippy, not as tight, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kruger doesn't keep it tight. I don't know. Um, but then, so we're going to get to uh, some actors. We have returning David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox. Uh, we got the addition of Patrick Dempsey in this as the uh, Detective Kincaid. Uh, Scott Foley as Roman Bridger, the director of Stab 3, which is the movie within the movie that we're watching. Mm-hmm. Lance Henriksen is in this. Jamie McCarthy is in this. Emily Mortimer. This is one of the first things I ever saw Emily Mortimer in. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's, so, uh, she's so cute and stuff. Uh, Parker fucking Posey seals the fucking show. Yeah. She's my favorite character by far in Scream 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so fun. She's she's like the the Gale Weathers character in this one. Um, we have Liev Schreiber, Liev Schreiber uh, coming back. Kelly Rutherford, Patrick Warburton. Uh, it's pretty awesome yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we might have a few cameos and stuff. We might mention a little bit down there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then a few big ones that come out uh, throughout the movie that we'll mention. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, so that's the cast list and everything. I I remember that you said you didn't remember like any of this. You, you didn't remember a ton of Scream 2, is that right? Like you knew a little bit of it? Yes, I remembered one of the killers and then like okay. the general... Uh, I, I remembered the beginning. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed we didn't really get a chance to talk about the movie theater scene. <laughs> but, um, uh, but for this movie, like I... The, the, literally the only visual i remember is her opening the gate at the end which oh, was like interesting. okay uh and i had watched this on vhs so it had done its time in the theaters it came out and was able to be rented mm-hmm. and i i did so and the yeah the gate opening thing was you're the only big part on I gates i love a gate yeah you I love, love a, a gate. good gate yeah heaven's so that- gate the cold <laughs> <laughs> 11 out of 10 <laughs> You know, I just bought some Nikes myself, so I'll catch oh, up good. to you guys. That's good for you, man. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, but uh, I, um, I I remember that, and that was like one of the earlier times in my life where I was like, oh, this is a metaphor. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I stopped learning things, essentially, Amazing. right? So, um, but yeah, I didn't remember the killer. And what's funny that's about fun, this yeah. in particular is that uh, not long ago, maybe it was at the beginning of this very year, possibly the end, um, over on Erie International, uh, the, the, the group talked about the Scream movies. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the beginning of this year, now that I think yeah, about yeah. it. Uh, they did one and two, and then three and four. 
And when I was listening to the episode with three and four, they were talking about it. And I was like doing I think it was like getting ready in the morning or whatever. And I was maybe taking care of my dog. So I had like zoned out a little bit uh-huh. and I, I came back in and I heard them mention a name. So in my head, when I rewatched this, I was like, <laughs> that's the killer. And Ooh. so like in my head. I told my wife, I, I, we were talking about it. She saw it when she was younger as well, like before we met. And, you know, the good times for her. And she she said, I think I have an idea who the killer is, but I don't know for sure. I was like, oh, I know who it is. And she's like, who oh, is it? Wow. I was like, no, we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. That's so fun. And then I was fucking wrong. So hard. <laughs> so you're like hardcore watching someone else the entire time. 100%. Being way suspicious. Just oh, like, man. And I, I didn't hear them say, oh, this person is the killer on Eerie. Uh-huh. But like just the way I had like briefly tuned out and then back oh in as they were talking about something i was like oh yeah that's right i remember because when this person showed up on screen i was like oh that's right they're the killer i forgot about that but i was <laughs> that was certainly not the case uh so that was very fun because uh-huh. i like uh you want to tell a different way you thought it was yeah i thought it was patrick dempsey oh okay so he right came on, on screen yeah. and they were talking about literally something else i cannot remember what it was on eerie but i had take it to <laughs> mean like, like <laughs> he was the killer or whatever so i was way and off he so is suspicious throughout the whole thing he so. is very suspicious yeah. i'm like wow especially at the end it was like boy he's really showing his yeah. cards right here <laughs> that wasn't him at all <laughs> That is super fun, though, because this is another one that I've seen so many times that I remember it. You know, like I don't remember what I used to think of this before I knew the killer. Like, I don't remember who I suspected or or anything about it. Really, I just just know the story now. And uh, whenever you told me you didn't remember any of it or like who was in it, like you had talked about Scream 2 and all these people kept showing up at it, these different actors. And you're like, oh, that person's in it, that person's in it. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Scream 3 goes off the rails, man. Like, we're going to have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. And Super fun. Uh, again, that's why we named the show this thing. Yep. We knew it from the we beginning. We knew what we're we, doing. We loved it from Jump Street. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, I do love Jump Street. If you want to hear those alternate show titles that we were probably more <laughs> enthusiastic about, go listen to episode 100. Anyway, so... Um, I uh, had a point I was going to make, but I've since forgotten because I started well, rambling about other things. Your wife has been watching these with you, which I yes. love as well, because it's so fun to, to have you guys kind of relive them and not mm-hmm. remember some of it. So did she have another guess of who the killer was that she thought? Uh, I think so. Oh, she thought it was... Um, uh, man, who was it? Uh, I think maybe she thought the killer was the killer. But then, oh yeah, because we were watching it, and she was like, "Oh, well, I guess it's not him." And I was like, "Yeah, he did, but it wasn't." Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't dead the whole they time. Play a lot of tricks on you in that movie, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's so fun that yeah, she's like into it, and the whole like who done it, like you guys are like you know discussing it for real, even though it's like twenty years later and stuff, twenty two yeah. years later. So I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you had mentioned on the previous episode the the retconning, and I forgot oh, yeah. that whole aspect. I didn't know what it was, but then like toward the beginning of the movie, uh, and kind of throughout, peppered throughout, they talk about. Uh, Sydney's mom, which I thought was cool because we don't really know anything about her uh-huh. and going through that backstory. But then they like hard retcon some shit. Like, oh, yeah, right. They're like, and this whole thing has been here the whole time you didn't know about. It's like, well, how could we, you know? But yeah, and it yeah. works to some level, mm-hmm. but it's a weird. It's like I used to accept it a lot more. I used to like this retcon because mm-hmm. it was like, like, it's like all about what Randy says. Like, I followed the rules, and Randy said, 
you know, like you have to go back to the beginning of the story. Yeah. You have to like, it's like, it'll change you what you thought you knew and everything. And I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And over time I've been like, is it though? Like I love the first two killers and their motives as they are. I don't mm-hmm. need it to be this way. And the more I think about it, the more frustrated I get with that being the case, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you about that toward the end of the discussion today, the, the motivations of the killers. Cause that is something I'm always fascinated with mm-hmm. the scream movies because it's like, what motivates this person or persons to, wear the same costume over again, use the same voice changer and go through this process to torture this one woman or maybe the small group of people, you know, like it's very, very specific, but I imagine we can get to it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we will. the end of the discussion. But again, to reiterate what Steven said earlier, there be spoilers ahead. So if you've not seen Scream Mm -hmm. 3, uh, pause this, watch it. It's on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. Honestly, you got four extra bucks in you, man, for a year. Like it's gonna be four extra dollars a month for it. Just it's not bad. showtime on there. It's not right there. I mean, if you like Liev Schreiber and this, he's got a whole TV show on there. You know what I love too is when you texted me that you got Showtime mm-hmm. and you had added it on to uh to your Parent Plus or whatever. Yeah, I had I had made a joke that I was like. Showtime, you said like it didn't have a ton of movies or like a lot of stuff you wanted to watch, yeah. but it's like good to have the option and might have sure. something you want to watch. Yeah. And it did, obviously, uh, from earlier and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was funny because I was like, I said something like the Netflix and HBO Max version of things is like, we're going to keep pumping out amazing shows and movies that people uh-huh. want to stick around for. Mm-hmm. And Showtime is like, if we can just have one movie someone needs or one <laughs> TV show and we can sucker that person to give us a month's worth of money. Yeah. And not only that, you, you paid them a whole year. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, especially and something will show up every month for you to watch, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's like in the middle of, you know, like back before streaming was like a huge thing. All these different movie studios made these deals to where, like, okay, we get this movie from, like, uh, 2022 to 2025 or some shit. If it's, like, a sequel in the middle of a trilogy, you got to – because if somebody wants to watch that movie and they don't want (laughs) to pay for it, they're going to sign up for at least a month to watch uh, Mars Needs Moms 2 or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck it is, you know? Well, I I tried recently – I think it was HBO Max, like – all of the police academy movies, police academy movies came mm. on except for the first one. That's wild. I heard And I was about like, this, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, if I'm going to watch it, I have to watch them all. That's the first one. Yeah. That's the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had to like go buy it. Like there wasn't like nobody. And they, it's like they wanted to give you all the sequels. That's all they had the deal for. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, well, you just go buy it and then come back to us or whatever. Yeah, sometimes it works out that way. Yeah, but, I, was, uh, I was looking up a movie on the Just Watch app. I would mm-hmm. love for this to be sponsored content because, honestly, <laughs> why wouldn't it be? We use but, it a lot. Uh, I guess Alex Garland had, he he wrote the movie Sunshine with oh, yeah. uh, Celian Murphy and Rose Byrne and Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. And I wanted movie. to I wanted to watch it. Like, the, the general premise seems interesting to me. Oh, you've never seen it? A crew of people have to go restart the sun or reignite yeah. the sun or whatever. No, I've never seen it's it. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, I like but it. It's, it sounds interesting to me. It's not streaming anywhere. I'm like, and it's 2022. Right. What are we doing? I feel like that's one of those. Movie? Yeah, that's one of those movies that's like really hard to get streaming for some reason. Or like they've like never re-released it or something. Like I don't know. I'd have to look it up on Blu-ray or something and see if they they have that available. But I feel mm-hmm. like I've heard that in the past too. That it's like hard to find or something. So yeah, not it's, just you. It's bullshit. <laughs> I don't like it. I, that'd be fun to revisit, though. I haven't seen Sunshine since it came out. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, it's it's interesting. So I mean, you can just walk outside. But oh, we're talking about the movie still. I'm sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> you just walk. It's right there. Yeah, I was sending a tweet real quick. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So I have a lot of notes 
for, for this movie today and uh, i hope you do have some as well but um yes uh, i wanted to start off uh if we can just give like a quick 45 minutes to an hour on the opening scene uh, that's a novel lovely. idea yeah yeah good uh-huh. yeah, we could read a novel in the middle of it too whatever, whatever okay we've gone too far <laughs> um the opening scene i i was trying to write out what this is because i was like what's the opposite of a final girl like the screen movies always have like a first girl yeah the uh, the, the prima girl uh the, i don't know what you'd call that but i, I like that this mm. one changes the game and it's the like final boy or that mm. the first boy rather with Liev schreiber yeah and i like that they brought him back for this one um and now he has like a a tv show called 100 percent cotton um i listened to about <laughs> half of this movie with the yeah. commentary as well last night mm-hmm. and uh they talked about that that was Liev schreiber's um suggestion and demand that he wanted to be in an all-white suit. That was my first note. 100% yes. cotton TV show, dressed in all-white. I was like, damn. He good. said, his name's, his TV show is 100% cotton. His name is mm-hmm. Cotton. He has to wear a full white cotton suit. That's, yep. his, that's his brand. And, and I'm like, it works for him. 100%. And then also, I've noticed in these screen movies in particular, is um, whenever somebody's wearing white, they may not die, but they're going to get either like stabbed or mm. they're going to get blood splattered all over them over the because line. it just pops <laughs> yeah. so well, you know. So I should have known when I saw that. But, I know, um, right? But I'm, but I'm you, glad. You don't know getting into it. So I like that he got. I, I just like that they continued his arc. He has know, no right? speaking lines in the first movie. Second movie, he's like a, a bit part. You know, he's like uh, maybe a, a B story or whatever. That. Yeah. Um, but th- he was able to like graduate. He was essentially redeemed as a person. His character uh-huh. was, and then he, he got his own TV show and all this stuff, right? And then, uh, and then man, they murder him right away. That's right away, almost yeah. immediately. And also, I feel like over this time, from like '96 to 2000, I feel like Leo Schreiber's like career was getting mm-hmm. bigger. So he was he was kind of closer to the Drew Barrymore status at that point i feel like mm-hmm. so killing him right away when when you're bringing him back to the series you know and then like he's mm-hmm. the first to go i thought it was really interesting i've always liked that opening scene mm-hmm. like him being in traffic um getting like schmoozed by this random person who calls him and not even mm-hmm. questioning it because he's just so like self-centered and and then like the the way it all plays out in his house and stuff i always thought was really a mm-hmm. uh, really fun good idea <laughs> that would have been fun because this came out in 2000 mm-hmm. that would have been fun if like uh, ghost faced when he uh, he called him like in the car fo- that wild car phone oh yeah back in the day uh, he was like uh, you know it's it's the trick of being the the woman's voice and then later it transitions mm-hmm. to ghost face uh, voice and instead of being like yeah it, I'm going to kill your your girlfriend or whatever he's like you've auditioned for Sabretooth. His <laughs> producers are going to give it to Tyler Maine. And then he like rams another car and drives oh off. God. He's like, I gotta He's get like, that. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get that part. It's going to define my whole career. Um, but yeah, I like uh, I like how it all plays out. I love Liev, and I like how he's in this movie. I also like how they change some things in this, like like with Randy's, you know, uh, rules later on for the horror movie trilogy and how that changes everything. Mm-hmm. I like how they they went they uh, they upgraded the voice box from just the creepy ghost face voice to a voice box that can capture a lot of people's voices, and he's yeah. just using other people against them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I always thought that was a really cool idea for this series to kind of change things up. And then uh, leading into Scream 5, I like how they've kept that going where they kind of keep changing things a little bit yeah. uh, with the voice box. It's like part, it's, a, it's like a character 
in the movie, you know? I would say the voice it's like box. the backdrop of Woodsboro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That works for me. Yeah. I will, okay, I will good. The voice box is a like, character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that tracks. Um, Played by Roger L. Jackson. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a new Apple TV show. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wrong guy. Um, <laughs> but there's a uh, there's people that would say, like, well, how come Ghostface uses the same voice all the time? It's like, well, that's part of it. Oh, if you're yeah. watching a Scream movie, that's what you're that's what you get. You always see the, the Ghostface costume unless you're the MTV show. And then you get the, the same voice. That's mm-hmm. part of it. You know? Yeah, I feel like in the movie universe, like in the in-universe thing, I always just took it as that is the voice of that voice changer. Yeah. And it doesn't one. matter if it's like a woman or a man talking through it or whatever. Like, um, I, it's fun that way. And it's just like one of the things, like the cadence of their voices. Sometimes I try to like, we talk about like figuring out who the killer is. I always try to figure out who's on the phone talking to them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but clearly it's this other voice actor doing it. Um, but it's like fun to kind of be like, oh, is that... You know, this killer is this this killer or whatever, like uh, kind of trying mm-hmm. to break that apart. And uh, yeah, yeah, I like I like the change in this movie, though, with the different voices and it kind of keeps you on your toes as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gives them some new technology to play with and some new ways to twist scenes and whatnot. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, um, yeah. So uh, at the beginning uh, where the I guess the, the girlfriend is getting ready to take a shower or whatever. Or maybe mm-hmm. she's like out of it. it she gets anyway, out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like the stereo kicks on. Yeah. It's just Creed say. full volume. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's like transitioned into the type of guy who would have Creed queued up and ready right. to blast full volume in his stereo. And this is not like this is pre Spotify and streaming music times. You know, this is uh, maybe Napster was around, but f- for the ability to play music that way, you would just have to have the CD ready to go in the changer. Oh yeah. And just, just ready to fuck shit up, you know, and, and your best, like Jesus hair metal uh, <laughs> way you can, you know, speaking of hair, you made me think too. I, I, oh, I wanted to throw this out there. Cause in the commentary, when they talked about cotton's, uh, suit, his white suit, yeah. his other idea that they talked him out of was he wanted uh, bleach blonde hair. <laughs> Can you imagine between the movies if Liam Shriver showed up with fucking bleach hair? <laughs> oh my God. I, I know really I cannot. He looked like Eminem. Yeah. Well they, yeah, yeah they talked, they said Billy Idol. Uh, oh, and yeah. I was like, which is a good look. I guess. Uh, yeah. 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 Maybe think of it, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And that was right around like the he's like, who's a real slim shooty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm glad that they didn't go with that. But I do like uh, the all white suit really works for me. I think so, too. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Like, what else are you going to name a show where your character name is Cotton? You yeah. know, like what what an odd name. That's like not even a name, dude. Yeah. They said uh, apparently that was like a joke on set between like the cast and crew was that. It was going to be like on, on screen two. I think they said like he would have a show called 100 percent cotton. And then they. Went oh, that's it. fun. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It's like it came about like a little naturally. Hell yeah. Um, and then he was like, I got to have a white suit, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like uh, I like the beginning scene. They, they talked about, it too. They reshot that a bunch of times and there's like different versions of it. There was a version where he was going to like he crawls out of a skylight. He like gets on mm-hmm. the desk at his office to like crawl out and Ghostface stabs him in the leg, like through mm-hmm. like sideways through the leg and then pulls him down with the knife. Yeah. And it was really brutal uh, uh-huh. on the deleted scenes and stuff. Um, but it's cool. Like they, I like how it ends up um, that his like girlfriend doesn't understand it's not him. She says to me, like, I don't want to play one of your stab games, which means that Cotton does this like sometimes. Yeah. Uh, seemingly like, he like messes with her or whatever. So 
there's a lot of subtext there that we don't really know about, but uh, with their relationship. But I like how this all plays out and kind of sets the tone for the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, works for me. Yeah, uh, like if you're doing a screen movie, you have to have like uh, some type of kill or an attempted kill. Uh, no, yeah, no spoilers for later screen movies, but I. Yeah, I, I like that quite a bit. That's uh, just part of the the DNA of these these yeah, movies, you know. For sure, the the, the cold open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next note uh, is kind of a, a a more overarching thing I wanted to bring up, and that's uh, I'm excited to to watch Scream Four because I've I've kind of accepted it more in what it is, mm-hmm. and um, Scream Three though is has has been one I used to really like. I. I don't as much anymore. I feel like over time, Scream 2 has grown on me more, and Scream 3 has like gotten less and less of something that I like. Yeah. I used to hold Scream 2 and 3 at basically the same level. I thought they were the same quality. I didn't mind the cheesiness of this one and the Hollywood stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, and basically what I used to say was, like, Scream was awesome, obviously, but the, the especially the first trilogy before the rest of them came out, because um, it had been like another decade before 4 mm-hmm. came out, but Nev Campbell, like Sydney Prescott, is the star, and it and it only mattered mm-hmm. what Sydney was. And in part two, she is kind of like she's been through this traumatic event and scream and scream one, and then in scream two, she's like unsure of herself and what she's doing and who she is. And then like at the end of it, she kind of like uh, understands like her role in it that she needs to kill the killers and stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And scream three, like at first she's kind of isolated alone. She's like out in the woods in this like California home with like electric electrified fence. And she doesn't talk to anybody really except for her job on the phone. And her dad comes over to bring her groceries. Uh, but then eventually she like fights back. And I love Sydney and scream three because she is like a fighter. She's like trying like she comes back and is like well if they're gonna find me fuck it i might as well come chase after them and then yeah th- the ending obviously like she is you know in in for it to like stab the fuck out of this guy or whatever um and i always saw them as like it's it's sydney's story and so scream three sydney to me was better than scream two sydney so i used to say that scream three was a better movie i like this movie better than two and it's like hard for me to even think that now because uh, the quality is just so bad compared to the other ones. So, yeah, uh, I'm curious, you know, what you think about that, I guess. Uh, Scream 2 versus Scream 3 or in the rest of the series and stuff. So at this point in the rewatch of these movies, uh, the the movies are in diminishing returns for me. Right. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm not counting Scream 3 and 4 and, and the aforementioned 5 Cream in there mm-hmm. or the properly titled 5 Cream in there. Um but yeah, I, I as of, as it stands right now, I would rank them one, two, and three. Uh-huh. Um, In a row, I, yeah. I like two. Uh, I liked two, mm-hmm. but I mean, it doesn't beat the original for me. Yeah. However, this is one of those things where it's like I like spending time with the the main characters, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm fine with like sitting through some of the the stuff that I'm not as into. Yeah. You know. Good point. Um. So I don't. It's I don't still mind scream. It. It's still kind of fun either yes. way you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I love Nev Campbell as Sydney. Mm-hmm. What a what an incredible role for her. I it's know. Ju- right? It's just like perfect. Iconic. I love the character so much. And then like <laughs> Dale and Gooey back at it again, <laughs> killing it. Right. I love their relationship. You know. Yeah. Um, just, and they had just gotten married right before this. Um, there's a scene. Their first scene together on the commentary. Wes Craven said they're tan. They're really tan in one scene. And the. Hello. Really loud. Uh, they're they're really tan in one scene, and they um, had just they were like three days out from their honeymoon. They like left their honeymoon and came to set, 
and uh and he was like mad at them (laughs) because it didn't match or whatever yeah um so yeah they were freshly married too like their their actual real life romance was happening during the dale and gooey romance which is fun so that's incredible yeah cool we ship dale and gooey um yeah uh except for her bangs in this one they are I'm glad you brought this bad. up. You mentioned this on the last episode. And when yeah. it got to Gail's first scene, she is standing in front of people, like having a, a conference or, yeah. or delivering a like speech a speaker, or something. Yeah. With those bangs? It's, what is they this? They are so bad. This How is the, even happen? Not only is this the worst hair she's had in Scream so far, this is the worst hair I've seen ever in anything right. to, to my memory, right? It looks like... Um, it makes me think of like a, a a child, like took scissors and cut their doll's hair, uh-huh. and then their mom took that doll to their hairdresser and were like, "Do this to me." Mm-hmm. Like it looks so choppy and short yeah. and like stringy and weird. It's so yeah. bizarre to me. It seems like it would be wiry and like yes, if you were to touch it, it would like potentially cut your hand <laughs> and then just yeah. just give you an uneasy feeling in your guts yeah. like i know you had mentioned previous in the previous screen movies that uh courtney cox wanted to d- do something wild with her hair and it like reflected back on the character i don't know what's happening here she yeah. needs help apparently uh david arquette has taken the blame for this that he was the one that initially suggested it to her oh boy and it was supposed to be like uh i think it was like betty page she was going after like whoa that has like the what? bang right <laughs> That has like like black like jet black hair and then like bangs is what she was going for, and oh, clearly no. missed the mark. Right? Yes, yeah, by so far. Bad. Yeah, this is I, I. Yeah, I was astounded when I saw this because I I don't remember seeing Courtney Cox ever looking like bad. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like but this. <laughs> you, you can acknowledge that like currently she's had some some work done like plastic surgery and whatnot. She yeah. she looks way different than she did when she was on Friends originally. Uh, but but I would take that shit. over these bangs, oh, yeah. man. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck up it, your face, but don't mess with your bangs. This is it's. I don't even know. What I know it's so uncomfortable. Tra- it's it's odd to look at. It also, is so odd. also uh, somewhat uncomfortable to look at was at the beginning of the movie. She has this. Uh, I wrote down that she's got a McDonald's pantsuit. It's like <laughs> bright yellow with red or yeah. red with bright yellow. I, I don't remember which one it was, yeah, but yeah. It, it was vivid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything in this movie feels like caricatures of their characters. Um, oh, and it's, yeah. this, it's this weird thing in this movie. Um, what this is so one of my notes is that I don't like Scream 3 that much anymore, but Scream 4 is growing on me. And I I feel like once I saw 5 Cream, it kind of put 4 into context of other sequels where I realized, like, like the Friday the 13th series, like, they're good and bad sequels. And, like, sometimes I, I don't really watch 2 and 3 ever. I barely watch 1 anymore because it's kind of boring. Yeah. But then I realized, you know, recent, really recently that I liked 4 and 5 and 6, like, the most. They're, like, they're so great. And Scream, it's like I always wanted better quality throughout them, but now I'm just like, oh, I can accept the sequels for what they are, and at least I get to spend more time with people. But I, I, I feel like looking back now that the Hollywood angle and how cheesy it is doesn't really fit with Scream 3 to me. It seems yeah. more of like a Scream 6 like or, or a Stab 6. When they mention how, mm-hmm. how that series goes off the rails and is not that great, I'm like, this feels like a middling sequel directed by a different person who brought some of the original cast back. Like, it feels so odd to be the ending cap of the trilogy now. Yeah. It it fits later in the series to me, which makes me think, 
I wish they would like Scream Six. I wish they would come out and we find out that Scream Three is actually after Six, and it's like a Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift <laughs> situation, you know. And we find out what happened to her bangs. Why did they get that way? Yeah, you know. And like, I almost wish this was later on, and they could do other things in there. But it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I thought about it the other day, and I was like, man, if they could retcon that, mm-hmm. that would be really fantastic for me. The, yeah, I was I was surprised at first because I was like, oh, I guess Wes Craven didn't direct this one, and I was looking it up while watching the movie uh-huh. and then as i was doing that i saw jay and silent bob walk <laughs> yeah on on screen as jay and silent bob it's yeah. not like kevin smith and jason muse it's it's jay and silent bob from the viewers universe right on set yeah on set they're they're uh, walking through as a in the tour and i remember this movie and uh, jay and silent bob strike back were being filmed at the same time mm-hmm. And Dave Roberts talks about this on that eerie episode where they discuss Scream 3 and 4. But, um, yeah, they're like Kevin Smith and, and Wes Craven were friendly enough that, like, they decided to do a little, like, cameos for, for each other. So Yeah, apparently the Weinsteins, yeah, were kind of orchestrating everything, too. Yeah. Oh, well. Because they wanted, like, uh, that. Yeah. yeah. They wanted, it was like, they're all Dimension stuff or whatever, or, or mm-hmm. uh, New Line, not New Line, or... Uh, Miramax and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, we want like a universe of shared characters in some way for some reason." That and they're like, "Let's work. put these together." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so weird because, uh, oh, and I thought you were going to say too. Uh, I I didn't notice it until they pointed out in the commentary that uh, there's an there's an older gentleman with a video camera on that tour behind Jane Silent Bob, and it's Wes Craven. Oh, he's okay. in that scene with them, and I never noticed it until they pointed it out. But yeah. um, that's one of the things too. When this movie came out, I was 15. Mm-hmm. I had watched the other ones really young, like. 11 12 years old and then like 13 i think scream 2 came out or whatever and then this one came out i was 15 and i was like totally fine with it i i, I liked all of it uh, i loved jay and silent bob uh, i do love jay and silent bob and i love kevin smith and so when they showed up i remember being like fuck yeah like yeah it was so cool and now it's kind of cringy to me like it definitely takes me out of this movie yeah um and it feels like why would jay and silent bob be in scream you yeah. know they would never be in scream 1996 they why are they in scream 3 you know it, uh, but it's fun. It's fun cameo. Yeah, if they were just like there visually, like maybe in the background or whatever, it'd be like, oh, a, a quick cameo. But they have yeah. a line, or yeah. I guess Jason Mewes has lines in this. Um, it's Connie fucking Chung. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. I did I like that, that one. Like, yeah, yeah that, was, that was good. I liked it. Yeah. I appreciate it. But in uh, Jan Silent Bob Strike Back, there's a, a point where it, it cuts to Wes Craven and he's sitting there like counting money. Oh, because that's right. You remember that? Yeah, the joke yeah, yeah. being like, oh, oh, there's like some. A cheesy twist to a horror movie and they were like oh yeah Wes Craven's just like doing it for the money or, or yeah, whatever that's uh, really the, funny he punchline, like, but. was game for it you know um, have you ever seen the TV show Pretty Little Liars Steven or are uh, you familiar bit. with it yeah, yeah I've seen a few episodes yeah so there's a spinoff show and they discussed this recently on uh, a couple of episodes of True Criminals as well mm-hmm. um, uh, one of the, the hosts like this show the other one did not and they were just like talking about it uh luckily they did not get into stuff that's where i draw the line that's Ugh, yeah, our good thing. anyway stay uh, I, I police this hard um, <laughs> but they they were talking about there's a spinoff show called ravenwood or some shit like that oh, and i forgot about that that show is set in the same universe but that show they deal with like mysticism and magic like oh literal that's right magic so meaning that in the Pretty Little Liars universe, magic exists, right? <laughs> yeah, that changes the game, right? In the Scream franchise, if we're to believe this is the same Jay and Silent Bob from the Viewisk universe, that means Ooh. that there could potentially be a Golgotha 
an animated <laughs> shit monster that walks through Woodsboro. You know? Oh my god! It could happen. That could be uh, what a stab eight stab. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, where it's like flamethrower ghost face, and they're like poop monsters in this one too. He's the second yeah. killer. Yeah. Man, they, that'd be yeah. amazing. Hell yeah! Here's what they do. They using the flamethrower, they hit it with a fire hydrant, you know, uh, they like spray. OK, flamethrower aimed at a fire hydrant. Once the the cap of the fire hydrant melts, it sprays water at the Golgotha and washes it away. Oh, and man. then like whomever has the flamethrower is like, you just got plunged. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is good. This is good. I, I like it. I, yeah. uh, I feel like I. I don't know that I need a poop monster in Scream. But you don't know that you don't need But I it. don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't not want one either. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it is weird to think about how they are like a shared like Scream is part of the Askewdiverse now. Yep. That Wild, right? really kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Yep. Uh but also opens up a lot of doors, you know. So maybe I should lean into this more. Maybe I should be accepting of what it is. Hey, brother, opens up doors like a velociraptor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Smartest creature's ever been invented. Um, one of my lines, I, or one of my notes I saw it here, uh, I like the, um, I don't remember his name, the the other cop um, that is not Patrick Dempsey, who yeah. I believe is, is a Ninja Turtle, right? Yes. <laughs> Steven, yes, that's uh, Raphael from... Uh, the aforementioned my favorite movie yeah. uh i guess the the one i would watch forever would be uh that first ninja turtles movie josh pais p-a-i-s is mm. how you pronounce his name uh-huh. weird Raphael uses a sigh or has huh. sighs he's voiced by josh pais mm. I, I think he was like actually the puppeteer as well he was in the suit and also voiced him that's but, wild uh, to me yeah not only was he Raphael, but steven he was the dentist from teeth which we discussed, oh, you right. and I, <laughs> on episode 219 it, right? of The Terror Table. So check out that episode as well. Oh Rocking good time. We say words on there that we wouldn't say here. That's right. There you go. I, it was uh, cunt. It was cunt. Yeah. I said cunt. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I really yeah. like him, though. His comedic relief of this is funny. The, the line that I wrote down was, uh, they're like, are you sure this is even like related to the movie? And he's like, he was making a movie called Stab. He was stabbed. <laughs> yeah. I love his delivery of that line. Yeah. It's so funny to me. Yeah. And he just like punctuates little things here and there. Uh-huh. And I just love knowing that he's an Ninja Turtle the whole time. too. Oh, my God. The whole time. The whole they time. They don't even know. Like if he took it's off his mask. jacket, you'd be like, oh, it's a shell. <laughs> yeah. I see. He's wearing I see a trench now. coat most of the time. Look, while oh, we're man. in the land of lunacy, uh, uh-huh. there's there's scenes where Sydney's mom shows up in her dreams Yes, and let's talk like, about that. Interact with her and stuff. Yep. And I was missing a certain thing that I like from a dream sequence, which is where she takes off her her wig and then the mask. She's a velociraptor <laughs> and just says, Alan, <laughs> that's what I want. They did not have that. They did not have They're it. They're missing out on that one. You're right. That could have mm-hmm. been better. Um, but yeah, this is the first movie with like supernatural sort of elements to it. Like it, it just hinting at things. I'm just saying. It's the same universe as the Golgotha, so there it's go, not right? that out. Yeah. Eh, you know, it could, could have been more strange, I suppose. Uh, that also makes, yeah, this is also the same universe that angels killed a bunch of people in front of a church and then were murdered. So, or, mm-hmm. you know, killed too. And God showed up in his Alanis Moore set. So there's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, go watch Dogma, man. That's a great movie. Isn't um, it wild that, like, Dogma <laughs> goes so far out there? Like, whereas 
one movie is about clerks the other one's just like some people hanging out on a mall and then another <laughs> one's like yeah people that work in the comic book industry chasing a, a girl who's not into men anymore it's like it's crazy it's like it's really now ratchets up the epic qualities <laughs> yeah, of yeah. yeah now literal angels and yeah. a shit monster it's pretty okay. crazy, yeah. What yeah. a trajectory, yeah. And that was, was like the one he wanted first. Like he wrote that before Clerks even. Uh, what did he really? Yeah, he wrote like a script for Dogma, yeah. But then he was like, I can't make this. Mm-hmm. Like this would cost a lot of money or whatever. And he's like, I'll make something smaller for a while. And like kind of kicked it around and rewrote it and released <laughs> it. So that's when he wrote Catma. And it's like, no, I'm at it again. No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Think smaller, Kevin. I'm gonna um, be late for work. Hey, wait a minute. That was actually my next note. Was the uh, the mom stuff. Um, a lot of people don't really like that in this movie, but I've always felt it was really creepy. Um, the dreams where her mom's like, like whispering her name and mm-hmm. she comes up the, like in her nightgown still, she comes up like the, the woods and, and mm-hmm. gets on the window and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I always found it really like off putting. She kind of reminds me of my mom and that's partly why it's creepy. I also mm-hmm. thought in the sixth sense, there's a scene with a, a lady who had killed herself and she's like a ghost, uh, and it looks like my mom and like in a bathrobe and stuff like my mom wore. And so like mm-hmm. there's something about it that was always creepy to me about that one scene in Sixth Sense. And then this one, I always found it kind of creepy. Um, but it's it is weird for a screen movie to have this kind of thing in it. You know, it it did seem out of left field. Yeah. For that. Uh, but like after I, I saw it, I was like, OK, I guess it's the direction we're going. Like it wasn't enough to make me give up on scream as a franchise yeah you know it, it does seem like an outlier but again like in season one of friends maybe two i felt like it's a season one thing phoebe gets possessed by his spirit and i don't remember that you don't remember this uh-uh. she gets like possessed by like an old lady and <laughs> she's like at a wedding and she's like commenting weird. on something and they never talk about it again <laughs> But it, I mean, it happens, you know, they just yeah, move on it's with kind it. Of so in there, yeah. Sometimes uh, these, these things happen. And it's weird that it would be like at the end of a trilogy, effectively. But then like they move on to yeah. streams four and five and they do other well, stuff, I guess. So here's the thing is like, I feel like you got Kevin Williamson out of the running for this. Uh, I think he was writing and like directing. I think he might have directed uh, Teaching Mrs. Tingle, which mm. came out around the same time with uh, people in it. I don't know. And... Mm. So he couldn't be part of this, but it's like, I feel like they brought Aaron Kruger in and then he's like, ghost face, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Ghosts. That's yeah. the next <laughs> yeah. step. Like, like as if that's the next logical step that it's not uh-huh. just a costume people wore, but like you actually need ghosts to like be a metaphor in this as well. Uh-huh. And it's like, ah, you don't need that, man. That's a weird leap. Actually, yeah. He's like, it works in different levels because the costume is <laughs> actually called father death. But we're going to talk about mother, mother death. death. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It's a weird choice, but uh, yeah. but I, I, I overall like the scenes because they're creepy enough, but they are kind of weird. Um, and they it's interesting how once we know who the killer is, it's kind of like he's been direct. He's really been directing this whole thing the whole time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the idea. And um, I will say, too, um, for the retconning, going back, listening to the commentary, they talk like the the it was Wes Craven and uh, producer. I can't remember her name. And then. Uh, Patrick Lucia, the, the editor, on Scream Three, they were talking about how you can f- you can see the killer throughout all of the movies. There there are scenes mm-hmm. that they always knew it was like a third killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had this kind of plan, I guess, for a long time. But I don't really like how it plays out. So as we get to the yeah. ending, we'll maybe talk about that a little bit more. But okay. um, they have like you know they were trying to work out some different things and bring in a lot of different ideas to this one. I don't think they all stuck that well, but yeah, uh, but it is what it is. So. 
Yeah. Um, my next note was uh, Jenny McCarthy's death. Um, that is literally my next note. <laughs> we are we are like hovering are, around the same we like are, man. That's awesome. timeline, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I just put uh, that's fine. She's cheesy and annoying, and um, I do not mind it. My God, just Are what we, I think we could not be man. closer friends. We have, we've done it. Uh, as soon as I saw that she was in this, and I, again, my wife and I were watching this together. As soon as she showed up on screen, my wife was like, oh, God, I bet you hope Ghostface kills her. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. Uh, take, a, take a swing if you want. Look, uh, I have nothing. Uh, I, I don't want her to, like, die in real life or whatever. Like, sure. Well, yet. from natural causes, you know. Eventually, I, I don't, going I don't to. want her to, to be immortal. Okay, <laughs> you got it out of me. What if she's the Highlander? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Um, but like, yes, talking about her death scene, she she hides in that little like uh, that costume pantry or whatever, and she she hides amongst those other mm. ghost face costumes. And um, I I do like the scene. Like, it does seem a little bit odd and and uh, very on the nose that. All of this is happening on the uh, on set of a, mm-hmm. a film production or whatever. It, but also, it's Scream is a very meta franchise, so yeah. I, I see that relation. Does it make sense in universe? No, but I don't live in universe either. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm watching this movie series for fun. Um, it, so her that being the case and this being the setting, it does make sense that since she's an actress in this movie that. There's a showdown amongst other ghost face costumes, and uh, she gets in the fight with those like prop weapons or whatever. Oh, that was yeah, kind yeah. of funny, like the, the, the way the knives they, and stuff. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, I did think it would be hilarious if Ghostface pulled out a vaccine syringe and stabbed her to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was not the case. I don't I even remember how she died. Yeah, just that she pre did. pre all of her uh, vaccines cause autism. Mm-hmm part so i didn't mind her at the time she also had been on singled out a few years before this which i yeah. loved singled out um because mtv was still like a huge fucking thing in the 90s mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. so i liked her at this point uh but now i'm like get out of my screen i don't want to see you so i'm, I'm glad yeah. when she dies it's it's crazy that you know we're at we're living in this day and age where you can't even trust like a playboy playmate to deliver know, science right? facts anymore ridiculous oh my god thanks biden I, I didn't realize two things about her, though, until today when I was looking her up, uh, that she started off as a, a playmate. I didn't realize that was like what kick-started her career. It was like 1993, they said, and she was the playmate of the year. And oh, then really? two years later, she was on Singled Out. I remember her from Singled Out and then being in Playboy, but I thought that was like reversed so, in some way. Um, oh, wow. So I didn't realize that's like the world she came from. Like That's where she started off. Uh, yeah. was a playmate so i don't know mm-hmm. i just want to i'm a i'm a jenny mccarthy completist so i'll go look that up at some point okay. but, yeah. but for yeah. right now <laughs> when, when amanda comes to find you later she's like what are you doing he's like i'm looking up information for the podcast you're like I'm a completist. i thought you just recorded it's like um yeah, yeah it's yeah. just yeah, follow up i just want to make sure what i said was correct yeah, I just I'm checking some notes, yeah, uh, some facts and figures and stuff. So, anyways, I'll I'll be out of the bathroom here in a couple yeah. of hours. So, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Um, but her, I, I, jumping off of her death, I guess, and and mm-hmm. and the rest of them that have happened, I think she's like after Cotton, she's like the first one that we see. Uh, there's like a, a lull there for a while. I feel right, Cotton and his girlfriend, and then Jenny McCarthy. Is she like I the think- next one? I think so. It feels like a big gap there, but uh, I think maybe there's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't think, but like, I, f- I feel like that's maybe in the beginning of act two, 
it's still kind of early-ish. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Uh, but I was going to say that all of the, this whole movie is tame compared to the other ones. It's really toned down with a lot of the blood and the gore. And uh, the Scream franchise is never super gory, but it's very mm-hmm. bloody. And it's very, uh, they do show like a lot of the slices and stabs and stuff kind of yeah. up close. And this one doesn't a whole lot. Like um, hers is not that scary. Like a lot of them are just aren't scary. And they use a ton of guns in this movie. Um, there's an explosion weird. in the movie. There's a, I was like, this is the first scream explosion. <laughs> it's very strange, like the, the the things they try in this one, right? But it was one year post uh, Columbine. Yes, and yeah. All, Hollywood was being cracked down by Congress, you know, and they were a lot of people were blaming the movies for for those kids and stuff doing that. And this was no exception. It, it didn't get you know saved by it. It's like they had to tone things down. And then, like, kept getting rejected by the MPA even more mm-hmm. and had to tone even more down. And it feels that way, like, especially after watching Five Cream, which I feel like they they went the opposite way. Like, they're really it's like some of the bloodiest the movie's ever been and some of the grossest stuff up close that you've ever seen. Uh, this movie feels incredibly tame compared to Five Cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of lacking for that. I feel like it's a weird it's maybe it fits with a Hollywood thing. that's all kind of fake. And I don't know, but it's just a. A weird departure for Scream, and it doesn't feel as, you know, as impressive as the other ones, I guess. Yeah. Do you think uh, you will watch this movie in December? For Christmas? Uh, no, uh, like maybe around the 5th? Uh, maybe. Why? Well, I was just thinking, uh, come December, Five Cream's <laughs> going to take on a new meaning. <laughs> then I can look up that uh, that Playmate spread. There you go. There you yeah. go. Bring it uh-huh. all together, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's an explosion in this movie, like you said, that, mm-hmm. that, uh, scene on the Hollywood Hills. I guess before that we have, uh, Patrick Warburton, uh, mm-hmm. dies as well. I, I like his death scene in the trailer and then he, he stumbles out and he's all bloody and he, he, he calls a uh, Dewey Dewdrop a lot in this movie, yeah. which I fucking love. Uh, he's really funny in it too. It is funny to me that he walks out. He looks like he just got ran over by 11 uh-huh. trucks and they they see him at first like, Oh, Hey, there he is. And it's like. He looks fucked he up looks right bad. now. You guys are not <laughs> <Yeah>. reacting. <laughs> like, it works in the script, but I feel like yeah. once you start shooting it it, it, it doesn't quite make sense or whatever. But um, it, it's funny, too, in that that mansion that gets exploded, like, no one smelled the gas? I know the whole time, right? Like, that was a difficult note for me to, to make because I was like, I probably couldn't smell it because I have a bad <laughs> sense of smell. Maybe they're all Brents. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Those poor bastards. They should have. They should have died in that mansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they like just the fact there's explosion. It's a big explosion. They talked about. Uh, huge, they made a, yeah. a quarter scale model of that whole thing. I wondered, to explode yeah. it in real life. Yeah, uh, which is so crazy for just a stupid little scene like that they didn't have to do at all. Yeah, um, just make up a different death. But again, they they kind of just went balls to the wall on this one and changed things up in a to mixed results. Um, um, there was. At the end of that scene where they like they get exploded off of that hill and they like find their way down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the girl who in that movie in the that particular stab movie is playing Sydney. She shows yeah. up separate from everyone else. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is she the other killer in the movie? Like I, I was a little you bit suspected, because, her, right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. In these movies, they really like fuck with you. You're like, oh, I just assume everyone's the killer all the I time. Know, That's why I watched that newest one, you know, mm-hmm. Um but I was like, man, she's really like unhinged. She seems so timid at the beginning of the movie. But then as we get further into it, like yeah. everyone loses their act. minds 
Yeah, everyone is like modern seasons of LTAS by the time they get to the end of a Scream movie. Where it's just everyone is just like coming in hot always at right. all times, you know? Yeah. I do like, yeah, her her being a suspect. The, uh, Sydney, when she sees her in the bathroom and she sees her feet like go up on the toilet. And oh, Sydney's yeah. been attacked in the bathroom before. And so she's like, I don't fucking trust this. And that that's why I like Sydney in this movie. She like, instead of running away like she does in the first movie, she like gets her weapon out and like kicks open the fucking door. Yeah, uh, and then it's that little Emily Mortimer like curled up like with a scream mask though, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, I just this is my first movie. I was just gonna take a, a prop." But you're like, "What if it's her? Like, what if she was trying to put that on mm-hmm. and got yeah. caught? Like, that would have been a cool kind of surprise at the end." That is one of these things where I'm like, "Oh, because I'm suspecting her, and I see her holding this ghost face mask." She can't be Ghostface, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. which is exactly why she's Ghostface. You know, it's like you you just like go down this they rabbit hole. Man. It's just like she is or she isn't or whatever, you know? It's, yeah. It's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Uh, and also the, at the end of that um, explosion scene as well, my favorite Parker Posey line, which I also learned was was uh, improv by her. Oh. Uh, when Gail punches her in the face and she turns around and is like, my lawyer liked that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, and Parker Posey's in Dazed and Confused. I've been watching her a lot lately. Oh, okay, yeah. And so watching these together was really fun because she's fantastic Wait, in that movie, too. Are you sure it's her in Dazed and Confused and not Elizabeth Banks? It might. Well, I have to go look again. No, yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Is that yeah. the, we talked about it before. Is that you that makes sense that up or just people in yeah, general? That's that's me. That's Though, you? Okay. When, when Parker, <laughs> Parker Posey showed up in this, I was like, oh, that's... uh. The one who's not in Pitch Perfect. Uh, it's Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I rewatched uh, Showgirls in the middle of watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I liked, I liked that line so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, when I in the commentary, they said that she made that up. Uh, they did like three takes of it with different lines, and she could just do whatever she wanted to. And that's the one oh, that's I cast. Awesome. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so fucking good. She's amazing yeah. in it. Um, uh, my next note is brief. I, I mentioned this kind of before. Uh, my love of Sydney is is all consuming in these movies, and I love mm-hmm. her different looks in the different movies. Like we talked about how innocent and young she is in Scream, and she looks like a legit young teenager. And then in Scream Two, it's like she's matured, like her hair is different. She she's a good look in that movie. Uh, I love this one too, though. She shows up. She's got like a a green shirt with like a hoodie top on it, and like a brown mm. leather jacket. She's I don't know if you noticed, she's wearing uh, Derek's letters. Her her boyfriend from Scream Two. She's, yeah. she's wearing his letters still, uh-huh. which I thought is a, a fantastic uh, little detail they put in there. Mm. Um, and I just like uh, the look of it. She she looks badass to me in this movie, and I, I think yeah. it kind of fits her fighting stance that she gets into later on. So. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, just like how they did that. Um, and then uh, Randy returns. Kinda. Got a cameo. Got mm-hmm. a cameo. And we meet his sister, Martha Meeks, who shows up again later in the series yeah. a little bit. Um, I recognize that actress. I don't know her name, but I know I she's been in yeah. like a bunch of like smaller roles in various movies or whatever. I think it's Heather Matarazzo. Yeah, Heather Matarazzo. She's in uh, um, like Princess Diaries with Anne Hathaway. She, she shows up in a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. I think she was um, in that first Hostel movie as well. Oh, I she's in part she, two. Oh, the she's in the second okay. one, yeah, because she's yeah. part of the girl group. That's right. Um, yeah, she, I like her a lot. She's really funny. Um, mm-hmm. And I like her as Randy's sister. I think she she looks like Randy's sister to me. Yeah. Um, and she's wearing an absurd outfit. She has, like, cheetah pants on with, like, a purple top and, like, green sunglasses or some shit. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. It's really weird. Uh, but I like that they bring Randy back. I think some people thought it was kind of cheesy or whatever. Uh, but I like 
that he would make a videotape and that he's like, ah, I told you I'd start a movie. Like, I, mm. I like the idea. Of, if I can't have Randy there, I remember this being kind of like a, a peace offering to the fans yeah. after Scream 2 happened. We were all upset that he died. And then in this one, he gets to come back and like tell the rules again. I thought it was like clever how it worked out. Yeah. And since I didn't like rewatch a trailer or anything coming into this, I mostly came in blind to my knowledge. Like I knew oh, that yeah. Nev Campbell and David Arquette and Courtney Cox were coming back. But that was that was it. Like he was the, the fourth uh, part yeah. of that uh, group and tree. Uh, mm. that he was the fourth tree branch on that tree that uh, did not return to my knowledge. So yeah. uh, seeing all these like different actors come in, like the various cameos, Patrick Dempsey being one of them. And then uh, seeing Randy's cameo in this, I was like, Oh shit. I didn't realize he was going to show up in this. Oh, I was like, awesome. I was yeah. just happy to see him again, even know, if it was right? on VHS, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I did think that his sister was going to have a bigger part because she is like mm-hmm. an actress that I've, seen in various roles yeah, over yeah. time but she was just like here's a tape and then she was just like mostly sat silently in that room as they're yeah. watching the tape <laughs> I was like oh that's it I she's like, everybody bu- misses you in Woodsboro and that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah, I thought she was gonna be like part of the the group now but yeah, yeah like she would stick around and kind of be mm-hmm. the, the the Randy yeah that's kind of interesting um yeah. and I like her and I like how they kind of bring her back later in the series and stuff Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. So okay, uh, that'll be fun to, to revisit. But um, yeah, I like I like how they bring Randy back. I like when I watch these movies, when, like I was into horror and stuff, but these really were like the ones that really, really got me going on that, like the fire. Mm-hmm. And I love Randy and I believed him like he's my nerd hero. And so whenever yeah. in the first movie, when he says those rules like that, I, I, now it's like cliched or like everybody knows those from the screen movies. But at the time, mm-hmm. it was like brand new, like calling those out and like talking about what slashers were in the 80s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 set that tone. He set what I expected from those movies by those rules. See, Scream 2 the same way. Like he set these new rules. And in this one, like I was totally on board. I was like, yeah, I guess if there's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. All the rules are off. All the stuff changes. The the killer's superhuman, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I looked back on it this time and I'm like, do I even believe him really? Like have I seen <laughs> any other trilogies, especially horror trilogies that really retcon stuff this much and like change things around? Uh, I, I, I took it as gospel for a long time because Randy said it. And now I'm like, yeah. yeah Maybe it, it is funny. I noticed in Scream 2 where he's they're talking about sequels. He immediately tar- starts talking about sequels to horror movies. He's like bloodier, all of this stuff. I'm like, well, I think the discussion kicked off with just sequels in general. In general. Yeah. So yeah. it's not necessarily. But he's he's just like horror focused. So that's yeah, right. That's where like his, his, his mind went, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense within the context of watching this movie because, you know, you're watching a horror movie. But mm-hmm. like. Again, generally speaking, uh, uh, not all sequels are are that way or whatever, you know? Yeah, they kind of mm-hmm. hit on some of the points. I, Scream 2 is funny, too, because there are different versions of the rules. There's a different version in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a third rule in the trailers, I believe. And this in the movie, Dewey cuts him off before he says the, the third rule because he's like, and the third and final rule. And Dewey's like, how do we find the killer? That's what I need to know. And they never mentioned it. So there's even like different oh. rules based on like what you watch um weird yeah so and then this one i'm like okay i guess trilogies could be a thing and they change things that you knew before but i don't think it's always the case Mm -hmm. and maybe we're not in a trilogy maybe we're just in another sequel Mm -hmm. um but they do play into those things uh a lot so i don't know i just call into question now some of the the writer of what he was going for with this you know Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so uh, our real, next real, mm-hmm. real quick uh, while we're on Randy, uh, do you have his sister's name? Do you know Heather? his sister's name? 
Heather uh, Von well, Rosen? Like that, yeah, what her, her character's oh, name uh, is. Martha? How do you know that name? Okay, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, my next one was a big, another big cameo that's yes. really weird in this movie. Oh my God, I lit up when I saw this. Oh, that's excellent, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the two Gales uh, go on a mission on the studio lot oh trying to God. find some info about yeah. who Rena Reynolds was. I guess they were trying to find that out. Who Sydney's who mom was and like where these pictures were taken or whatever. And they go down to the archives. And for no reason... <laughs> The, the archivist is none other than Carrie Fisher, yeah. which they call out, and uh-huh. she's like, I'm not Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Uh, and I love that she's in it, and she was game. I don't know how this came about. I didn't hear anything about that yet. I didn't get to that part in the commentary yet, so I'm curious if they say something about it. But I love that she is like, yeah, who gets it, though? The one who sleeps with George Lucas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, she is so funny. I miss her to death. Uh, she was, she was yeah. such a treasure. And uh, it's weird. I don't know why she's in this, but I love it. That's one I would not take out. I'd, I'd probably take out the James Hunt and Bob one now because it takes me out of the movie. For some reason, it's, maybe because it's just Carrie Fisher and I don't fucking care. Uh, I'm like, I like that one. And it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the same last name as well. So I think it's I mean, she's it's my sister. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's fun to see her. Like, she's such a good I actress. Know, right? And she she in this role, she has like a, a spryness and an, an attitude about her that's so different yeah. from when we see her as... I almost said Lord Vader, uh, <laughs> Princess Leia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was just so good to see. Even though it was just like it does take you out of the movie a little bit, the, the, the cameo and then the, just her whole scene. Yeah, it's it's so it's just so much fun. She just has such an excellent screen presence that, despite that, it's it's worth it to to keep her in the movie. Yeah, um, it's fun. Yeah, so I. I love that. But yeah, uh, touching on the two Gales, what a fun dynamic. Isn't Holy fun? shit. Like, it's worth it to to go through the, the Hollywood side of this just for that. To, yeah. to have Gale be teamed up with a, a person who is playing her in a movie, but she like sucks. You know, yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's yeah. so much fun to have those two like bounce their 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 two very specific dynamics off of each other because they don't like each other at the beginning. And then by the end of the movie, they've like bonded in a way a little bit. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. I had such and a fun, especially just like seeing them like run down the hallway together and like yeah. dickering the whole time. It's like a buddy cop movie kind of. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like investigating shit together. And yeah. Like both being Gale. Um, yeah. And Parker Posey has another great line. That's like something like, like, if the killer wants to kill you, then I want to be next to you because if the killer wants to kill you, then they won't kill me because mm-hmm. they want to kill you because you're the real Gale and I'm not the real Gale, but I'm going to be next to you, you know? Honestly, it's solid logic. It's know? not bad. For, yeah, for the pretty, movie, pretty it works. It makes yeah, sense, you know? Absolutely. Um, I do like the Hollywood aspect a little bit. That's, again, I just feel like it could have, it, it would have been so much better later on in the movie, but or in the, in the series of movies, mm-hmm. like, to return to that. Um, but I also realized, like, it's kind of fun the the in movie universe of this that I I feel like will will be more poignant as we watch the other two sequels because they're so far removed from this one and they are like people that watched the stab movies and grew up and then made stuff mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Uh, I find this interesting because they were making Stab Three, Return to Woodsboro, and they built all the set, but then an actual murder spree happens on set. So in the in the in universe. They cut this movie. They stop it. They never release it. And then they instead, Gail writes a book called like 
Hollywood Massacre or whatever. And they do a new stab three called Hollywood Massacre or something. Mm-hmm. And so they they also were not trying to do the Hollywood thing as the third movie, but they it happened kind of in real life, quote unquote, in the movie. Yeah. And so I kind of take that as like it's almost like they broke through the mirror and I almost watched this as stab three. And that's yeah. kind of why it's cheesier and stuff like that's kind of what I'm leaning in towards or two is, is that it's like it isn't really a screen movie. It's a stab movie. And for some reason, that helps me kind of like process it more and accept it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I do like Sydney, like going back to her. Like I like being her being on set and us seeing the same kind of places like Stu's house is there and her house is there. Um, yeah. You see like her mom's like murder bedroom, which we never saw before. And that's pretty creepy. Like I like the idea of it. I just don't know that I wanted it in Scream 3. It would yeah. be such a great Scream 5 uh, or something or Scream 6. But mm-hmm. um, but it is what it is. And it, it's cool to see the sets and kind of revisit Woodsboro that way. Mm-hmm. I, I like the meta narrative that the Scream franchise has in it. But seeing that meta narrative on screen itself is like a, a little it's a it's little too, meta. too much. Yeah. 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 Too meta, too furious, you know? (laughs) There you go. And that's how we can Mm -hmm. That's There you go. Um, Yeah, everything's a little over the top in this one. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I feel it's so weird that it's still Wes Craven and it's still just like two years after the last one or whatever, or three years after the last one. And like, it feels so far removed from the other two to me. And tone, you know? I'll do you one better. It's so over the top that Sylvester Stallone tried to arm wrestle it. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. It has moments, you know, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's an interesting, interesting choices overall. I, I, I can get behind the the sets of old Woodsboro and stuff. And that's kind of fun. But um, other parts of it are just like way cheesy and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, the movie side of this equation here, um, there's got to be a creepy producer involved, right? Like, oh, yeah, uh, there, there's part of that where it points you toward, oh, the, the the head of the studio is up to no good. And to me, I'm like, gee, I wonder where the people at Miramax got the <laughs> idea for that, you know? Huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of amazing that uh, they were skewering that whole system while mm-hmm. being produced by that system. Exactly. Uh, um, and it affected this mm-hmm. series because Rose McGowan has talked about how her career was tanked by Weinstein yeah. after Scream because she wouldn't mm-hmm. play his games. And so it's like it's directly influenced this film series. And then they play on that. It's kind of interesting. It's so wild. Um, when they go to that executive's office and he like stands up and looks out the window, it looks like he has a diving board. I know. It's like sticking <laughs> yeah. out of his window. But I'm like, what does this go to? Because it seems like they are eight stories in the air. Oh, yeah. Like, real high up. I feel like the Gladian like, Rust guys mentioned that. Oh, really? Okay. I, I had not noticed it before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's weird, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole office is kind of weird. That was the first thing I saw, and that was the only thing I paid attention to oh, in amazing. that scene. I was like, I, I, I got to know more about this. What, what if in this, it's so weird, this movie. What if he just, like, was talking to them and just, like, casually opened the window and just, like, fucking went on the diving board and just jumped out? <laughs> yeah. And then he dies? Like, that's it? He's just like, oh, yeah, you caught me? <laughs> like, what a weird thing to have in the movie at all. Yeah. But, yeah, might as well play with it a little bit. Like, he jumps into a swimming pool, but it is just, it's, <laughs> yeah. there's no water in it, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm just blood yeah um and yeah his house i I put two because it's like this whole hollywood system of grossness that they portray in this and i was like man they go to this cool old hollywood house and it's got secret doors and a secret movie theater Uh i mean yeah they rape people in there so that does Uh, ruin it 
But man, secret doors, am I right? Like, oh my it's god, real I, cool. I would love to have some of that shit in my own uh, house, you know? Yeah. But then I'd be responsible for cleaning it, and then I'm like, oh, another god. room clean. I gotta go in the secret tunnel again. <laughs> yeah. I forgot shit. my broom. Ugh. Oh my god. Who go installed back. all these spiders down here? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, but I like how the, you know, like a lot of the scream stuff, you know, it ends at a party, mm-hmm. um, a different kind of party. And, uh, I like how it all kind of plays out. Like Sydney gets called by her mom, really fucking creepy to be able to hear that kind of stuff. I think that's in the end too, to get her to like lure her there or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. I like how Sydney like takes multiple guns with her. She doesn't uh, fuck around, man. She does not. Uh, no. And she, I, that's why I like her. She's hardcore in this one. She's like goes to the fight. She has killed you know? so many people at this point yeah. that she's just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't like, care. honestly, I have a taste for it now. Mm. So fucking try me. Fuck around that's, and find out. Sydney you know? eventually could be the killer. That's what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, this was going to be my pitch to you there for you Scream 6. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Turn it around. And she just audible, doesn't care anymore. Apparently in this one, especially in the commentary, they talked about how they would make sure that people were not in certain scenes and they would like walk in afterwards, like like Emily Mortimer and some of those, mm-hmm. you know, and like so you'd suspect people. And they were like, oh, we made sure to make uh, Dewey leave the office, like the detective's office while Sydney gets a call. And then Dewey comes back into the room. So you could have thought like Dewey called Sydney to get her to come back. Oh, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they play with a lot of those the timing of things. Uh, and it's subtle, like it's stuff I didn't notice until they mentioned it. But it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's kind of cool to figure out like who's where and like could someone have had time to call or do, do this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And you suspect a lot of different people, but um, yeah, all the different puzzle pieces. Yeah, like it could yeah. be one of those people that snapped, you know? Like mm-hmm. after all of this, um, I think it actually would have been kind of cool if Randy would have stuck around and then he would have eventually snapped because he wants the girl, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would have done it to get Sydney in some way, in some sick, perverted way. I think that would have been kind of fun. But I also like that that Randy just stayed a hero. Yeah. So um, we also get a fake Sydney death scene in this movie because she gets shot twice uh, by Roman uh, when he's revealed to be the killer. That's true. And going back to what Randy said, he, mm-hmm. um, he had mentioned that even the hero of the movie in a trilogy – like all bets are off. Like oh, the, yeah. the hero can this like go down with the ship, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when when she did get shot, I can imagine just watching this with like I was gonna say two thousand eyes. Oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's a lot that's of eyes, a lot, man. A lot of the sensory eyes. overload. But uh, through the, through the lens of somebody who's watching this for the first time, and yeah, yeah. you know, uh, the the scream uh, four and five are, are not announced at that point. Yeah, you could imagine like. Well, yeah, they kind of called their shot. You know, they, they put it in the forefront of your mind that Sydney could die. Uh, luckily, yeah, she does true. not. Um, but yeah, yeah, we see the, the killer is her, her brother. And I was like, huh. Well, yeah, that's so, not Patrick Dempsey at all. When <laughs> <laughs> he pulled off his Scott Foley mask and it's Patrick Dempsey underneath. <laughs> He's been both roles the whole time. Oh, my God. Uh, that's incredible. Um, yeah, he uh, it's like it's Roman Bridger. He's. Uh, he's the director of the movie, so it's like all been a ploy. But then he reveals, you That's know, right. he's, he's yeah. actually Sydney's long lost brother. He was he was the love child or whatever, given up for adoption uh, when her mom was was raped essentially by these uh, executives in Hollywood. And then he went to go find her, and she rejected him. And so he he says, "I set this whole thing off. I took a movie." You know, I made a movie watching uh, your mom and or our mom and Billy's dad together and showed it to Billy. And that's what started this. And I, I did used to think that was clever. Like and it is in a certain way, if you don't care about the first movie, 
and you're allowing that. But I do. And it's stupid to retcon it. Uh, and I kind of hate that they do it now. So I have to kind of ignore that part when I watch the sequels a little bit. Uh, yeah, just uh, a real quick aside. And uh, so you don't have to worry about editing it. My my dog is asleep on the floor behind me and he is <laughs> dreaming his little ass <laughs> off and he's making some uh, weird like groans and, and squeaks and whatnot he's so, really into scream three man you know it's just a little cameo a little yeah. dog cameo Aww, you didn't even have to pay cameo. for it you know Damn straight. Uh, yeah um the 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 thing with the brother was odd i do like the idea that it's like the sibling of the person in this mm-hmm. particular instance it's like boy you really gotta it's a stretch you really gotta lay some track yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um i forgot that he was the director i was thinking that he was just the writer of the movie but yeah that's oh, right yeah. he's he just looks so young to be a director, so it didn't didn't yeah. click with me immediately. But um, he talks about being like twenty eight or something in it. Gross. It's <laughs> eleven years younger than I am right now. Gross. <laughs> and I've got a middling podcast of that. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. Like having to go back and reestablish the motivations of the. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it does. Uh, rework the motivations of like billy and and stew i'm not yeah not into that side of it mm-hmm. um i i feel like if you're going to do this type of thing you just keep that in this movie it's kind of like in sam raimi's spider-man 3 where sandman was the reason uncle uncle ben got shot oh, or whatever yeah, yeah. You know, or like he's the one who, who killed him it's like you don't you didn't need to do that like if you want to say he was in in effectively in the timeline from the first movie Okay, that's that's fine. That's but one like, thing, but don't. Well, don't be the influence for the whole thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because it has me. to. It has to be good enough. If yeah. you're gonna do that, like it has to add something to it, and it only detracts. Like like Uncle yeah. Ben's death being a part of that, or with this one, like it detracts from Billy's motivations to me. To to say like, oh, someone else led him down this path. Like, who is this guy that comes to town, shows you a video of your dad fucking some other woman, and you're like, oh, cool. He's telling me I should kill her um, and then like terrorize my girlfriend. Like, what are you talking like? Why would he ever believe this guy? Why would he talk to this guy? Mm. Like, it just doesn't make any sense really at all. Um, however, this is what I was talking about with the uh, the commentary. And they were talking about how there's always been someone there like watching or whatever. Yeah. And there are moments. I don't know about in Scream 2. I'd have to watch for it. But in Scream 1, there are a couple moments where. Um, at the grocery store, you see a ghost face like reflection that they've been following Sydney around. And then yeah. there's a part outside of like Tatum's house when she and Sydney were talking about the Richard Gere gerbil story. And when <laughs> yeah. they go inside, it like zooms into the woods next to her house and there's a ghost face there. And you're like, that's weird. Like, why would Billy or Stu be there? And it's it, that's the whole idea, I guess, is it's not. That's been Roman Bridger the whole time. He was always there. And I'm like, I just don't need that. Like, It doesn't add anything to me. Father Death has been Brother Death the whole time. <laughs> brother Death, that's a good title. <laughs> um, I I don't know, like I I, I don't know. I, I I guess I'm overall conflicted with that whole part of it. Like I I love being on a uh, an adventure with my friends. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, with with uh, uh, Nev Campbell and and um, the other two. Uh, so I like that part of it, but. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, the juice was worth the squeeze on this particular yeah. version of this movie. But, you know, we've got two other movies. I know, and that so, might help out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
so uh yeah sydney gets shot we get like a fake death sequence with her i also like she i think like that's when like the power goes out and she's able to kind of roll around and escape now she's kind of like the ghost face getting away and stuff and mm-hmm. turn the tables uh and she's she gets like a, a knife or something like that and stabs roman she like calls him which is he's trying to do to her like pinpoint where he's at in the room or whatever and mm. she fucking goes after him man she like stabs him over a bar three times in the back jumps over the fucking bar like goes <laughs> at him like that's why i like they really get at a fight in this movie that, and she's not taking was, it yeah that's why i was asking if she like has a taste for it now she's yeah, like right? oh i'm gonna stab him a lot though yeah like, i'm really gonna like <laughs> stab his fucking ass she she goes ham on him um i i thought it was notable that there's just one killer in this movie totally changes it like, up yeah yeah i it it threw me off a, a little bit i was like oh so who's going to be revealed as the the second one and then there there just is not one he was the the one the whole time and then when we see him in the coffin downstairs that was mm-hmm. when my wife was like oh well i thought that was i thought that was going to be the killer and i was like guess not oh this lady and the whole time i'm like oh it's patrick dempsey and then it, it fucking wasn't i'm an idiot anyway i do it, i don't know yeah when this one came out because you had two killers the last two movies like it, yeah. that is the subversion that is the surprise that it, there's not a second killer or whatever but i do i just like two killers like it's fun to have two whodunits and mm-hmm. be like who's helping them or whatever um but the way that the story plays out wouldn't work that way. Like, he's the mastermind the whole time. We've actually had three killers the whole time. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing, whatever. They kind of change that up altogether. But uh, but it is kind of a, a cool subversion for what you're expecting, you know, going in. And it's just this one person mm-hmm. um, who's clearly messed up and everything. Um, and then when he's... So Sydney gets her cup up and she, she stabs him a couple times and he's, like, dying on the floor. Um, there's a moment where they... they share share eyes they share a moment and stuff and they grab hands as he's like mm-hmm. passing away uh seemingly passing away um and they kind of just like stare at each other like it's like this brother sister moment i've always thought it was really interesting i don't know what people think about that moment but i've always liked it it's weird because mm-hmm. he just tried to kill her and then revealed that he set everything in motion mm-hmm. uh about her mom and stuff just because he was like a jilted child or whatever but uh it's I don't know. I like I, I like that moment. It's very powerful to me when they grab hands like that. Yeah, it speaks more to how good of a character that Sydney is. Yeah. That she's like, even though this guy was literally trying to kill me and ruin the entirety of my life. Yeah. Uh, in his death throes, he needs somebody to be there for him. So I will hold his hand as he passes away. Question mark. I know. He's probably yeah. gonna come back. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a good test. Like if you are in this situation and your assailant. Uh, to your knowledge, has been struck down, but you're like, are they going to come back like in a movie? I want you to take your finger and try to stick it in their butt because that's the best way. They will wiggle. They'll, they'll they wiggle. They're alive. Either they're going to hate it or they're going to love it, but there will be some type of movement if they're still alive. What if he did it and he's like, oh, and they're like, he's still alive. Got to kill him. There's a, one sm- a final smile that crawls across yeah. their face, you know, and it he's freezes like, oh, there okay. from rigor mortis, you know. <laughs> They just enjoyed it that much. <laughs> um, the, the my last note on this is like at the beginning of the scene, like before we see Ghostface uh, revealed, and I like how long that that last little scene. Like once they get to that that weird mansion, uh-huh. it's just like we're off to the races, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, a, I like a, that one too. Huge scene um, with a lot of like 
fun stuff like the 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 scene where uh they're behind the mirrors and yeah. Dewey has to like shoot the the mirrors out or whatever i thought that was cool um but there's a point where dewey is like at the top of stairs or whatever and ghostface throws a knife but it <laughs> knocks out dewey by hitting him with the butt of the knife in the forehead I'm like god yeah. damn like i don't want dewey to die but like i guess i guess if he's got to be attacked sure knock him sure. out with the, the it's butt so of a knife but Dewey is also silly. Oh, he's always silly, right? So it kind of yeah. works. I don't know. It's I like that one too because it's funny. At this point, we've seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob in the movie. Like I know, know right? Okay, sure. Yeah, fuck like, it. I guess this is what we're doing now. We're just being silly gooses up in this bitch. Yeah. There's explosions. There's Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah. There's butts of knives. What won't foreheads. this movie do? You know. I know, right? They go mm-hmm. really all out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so Dewey, you know, finally he shoots him a bunch, and then. Uh, because he's superhuman, he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Uh, not he just has a bulletproof vest on. So they finally shoot him in the head. He dies or whatever. Uh, then we're back at Sydney's house. Everybody's hanging out, gonna watch a movie. Patrick Dempsey is there for he's some there, reason. Yeah, what the fuck? I, like he so like shows weird. up. I was like, oh, he's the killer. Yeah. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> He was the second one the whole time. You're like, I knew it. Like he was just a cop that was working her case. Like there, yeah. we're not that. T- like I, I appreciate your yeah. help, but we're we're not this. We're not doing it. I I like that Sydney's getting boned. That's how I got that. I mean, too, but uh, yeah. Her, oh, man. you know what? This is a good point. Hey, you know mm-hmm. what? Good for her. You, you know? take it back now. They're, they're both catches. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Congrats to both of them for sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, test them out. Finger in both their butts, you know? Just See if they're it. into it. You know? I don't know. Um, Gooey proposed to Dale. Oh, yeah. Very sweet moment, especially mm-hmm. since they just got married. It's kind of weird yeah. now they've gotten divorced, but it also sets up where they are, their characters had in the sequels, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting given their actual lives. Like, the fact that they they stayed friendly, I guess, and, and making these movies over the, mm-hmm. all these years and stuff was, was interesting. But at this time, this was a really big deal. It was really cool that they were, like, so into each other uh, in real life, that they really met on screen. Their characters yeah. fall in love and get married. In real life, they had just gotten married. Like, it's, it was really cool at the time to go through that. Uh, and, and like, it was the height of her prime on, on Friends. Like, you know, she was just killing it um, without being the killer. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I really liked that uh, kind of nice moment at the end again it's like the cap to their there's a whole like romantic comedy of just them throughout yeah. these movies and that was a cool cap to that so i like that mm-hmm. um yeah. and then yeah the gate gets left open the gate here we the go gate. let's talk about the gate it's been like 30 minutes on the gate oh my god the gate and the back door yeah oh both my god. open oh mosquitoes that's all i'm saying oh my god if that gate would have been like pushed open and then like Kind of like uh, the entrance to Jurassic Park. There was just like a Brachiosaurus that like stepped oh, into yeah. the, to the screen. <laughs> oh, my God. That score kicks in. You could <sighs> use a lot more dinosaurs than Scream. That's true. That, like if I've got a note. <clears throat> yeah. Like I'm fine with the retconning of the brother and all that bullshit. <laughs> but. Uh, if you got to keep Jenny McCarthy in there as well. Okay, fine. But like a little soft on Brachiosauri yeah. uh, to my taste. You know, I, I understand that. I, I appreciate that as a, a criticism of this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, my only other note that I had was uh, on the copy that I had. They include the Creed "What If" music video. Stephen, this Did brings me it? to my final note, which is <laughs> the soundtrack so today. <laughs> Holy shit! 
Um, so yeah, this was, I remember this soundtrack as well, but Scream 1 and 2 were the ones I had on repeat all the time. Sure, um, yeah. I remember having Scream, or I remember listening to it. I don't remember if I owned Scream 3 soundtrack, but um, I was certainly really into Creed at this time. I thought they were the shit, and they were everywhere. Um, and this yeah. music video in particular, I love it. Did you watch the music video this time? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Okay, you got to check I it out. They, you know how a lot of times for movies, they'll they'll splice in like clips from the movie uh, throughout <laughs> yeah. the music video or whatever. And it's like, whatever, uh-huh. you know. And this one, they don't do that. They film a Scream short film. What? On really? the set of Stab 2, where Dewey is a security guard at, in oh, Hollywood. nice, yeah. And there's a ghost face attack while Creed is performing in a warehouse. And mm-hmm. it's awesome. I love it. I remember it so well from from that era that it's like it's a whole new screen movie, like within the within a thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it was really cool. So I would highly recommend checking that out. But uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Steven, let's that's all I want to do. Like the entire time I've been waiting this week to discuss <laughs> Creed. What if, like <laughs> oh, Creed okay, was yeah. such a massive band back in the day. That was like I feel like there's one prominent rock band uh, for a set of years until another one takes its place like yeah yeah uh there was um uh you can think of one like sugar ray (laughs) was around for a while and then i Mm -hmm. feel like uh creed took their place to later be replaced by nickelback who was later replaced Mm -hmm. by like imagine dragons or whatever like there's always one that's just like a massive rock band and creed was that for a while um they had some like big hits like higher and my own prison and whatnot but for me when i heard the i was like uh i i would listen to creed on the radio or whatever i wasn't like Mm -hmm. super into them yeah 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 but when this fucking song dropped i was oh my god (laughs) my nards got so hard listening back to this because this song fucking rules so hard it does man it's good oh my god i watched the whole video i jam it out the whole time (laughs) yeah before we started recording like as i was getting ready i was getting my little like cup of water together like setting up my computer i had the song like playing from (laughs) my iphone's like the pocket in in uh my my phone was in my pocket and was playing from there anyway uh i I love this song so much. I, I I'm for this so era, astounded that I to, haven't heard it in so many years. To be a part of a movie like this, like it was a, a big part of this. Like they mm-hmm. put like even the in Hollywood uh, version of of Sydney's room from Scream One. She has a Creed poster in there now. Yeah, I saw that. Which yeah. is hilarious. They might have been a band in 1996, but not like big. They were like they hadn't hit yet, and so like mm-hmm. it makes no sense that she would have a Creed poster in my mind. But uh, but I love it. It's funny, like fun detail in there or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that There's is funny. Of, yeah. yeah. Uh, are there any <laughs> other songs from the soundtrack that you liked? Did you like um, listen to the soundtrack? The, uh, Creed's What If is the first song. Track two is Wait and Bleed by my favorite band Slipknot. Oh, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope this is it. in the movie. It's not. It's not, <laughs> in the, it's not in the movie at all. Like Most of these songs are not in the movie. It's so bizarre. Uh, but I listened as I was listening to What If on the soundtrack, it transitions directly into wait and bleed but it's like the radio version so if you listen to the the scream three version uh the vocals on the verses are clean vocals and Mm -hmm. instead of like harsh vocals like the the actual album version but that said it's like it's a great song i I love it regardless i I listened to that uh that seven dust song fall this morning i was like i don't know this song but i do kind of like it um Mm -hmm. i haven't listened to um the rest of the soundtrack but it, it does seem to fit nicely within uh uh 
my youth and when I was listening to uh, this type of music. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I figured this was just some soundtrack producer who was like, and this is popular and yeah, this right, is popular, exactly. and then, you know. Uh, Ghostface wears a mask. Uh, this band wears a mask. Slipknot, you've <laughs> I mean, graduated to the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bad connection. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I, like I said, I don't remember. I'd have to go look at the track list of that. I'm curious now, but uh, I don't remember the, that soundtrack as as well. But I remember the the Creed crossover music video thing with it that was really big at the time. So um, yeah, that was that oh. was fun uh, that they included it as a special feature. Track three is by a band called Finger Eleven. That oh, yeah. 11th finger going in Ghostface butt. <laughs> Make sure he's dead, you know? System of a Down is on here. Uh, Godsmack, Cold Chamber, Static X, wow. Incubus, uh, Fuel, Power Man 5000, Orgy, uh, Stained. Uh, and then Creed has the last song on here. This is the end. Scream edit. What a, a significant placement mm-hmm. for a song called This is the End, you know? The last track. Mm-hmm. Doing it right. Yeah, they are. Um... But yeah, so soundtrack killer, mm-hmm. obviously. Movie, obviously. Well, what do you think about it? What, what we we did like a five star reviews of the other two. I think we both gave Scream five stars. Yes. Scream two. Did we both give like four and a half? Yes. Uh, they were uh, Ghostface masks. Ghostface uh, just, masks. Just for right. the canon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, four and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I think so. I think, I think I, you. I think you're I, four and a half. I, I might have been yeah. a four. I think you might have been a four. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, so this yeah, is like, three? this is right down the middle for me. Cause I, there's stuff in here that bothered me just as much I, as I enjoyed other parts of it. Yeah. You know, like the, the retconning part of it. If I was into this franchise as much as you were, I think it would bother me more. Mm-hmm. But since I'm just kind of like a passive viewer on this and I know there are other movies that come later that I potentially like better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going uh, a hard three on this one. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of feel the same way because it has good and bad. It, it, sometimes I really like it. I, I liked it when it first came out for a long, long time. I liked it more than mm-hmm. two for a long, long time. Uh, I've certainly switched that now. I really like two now. Um, mm-hmm. But they both kind of waver for me. They go in and out. I, I thought about it. It's, it's like I know what you did last summer. Right now, I'm really into that movie again, but sometimes I'm like, this is crap. I don't know why I like this movie, but sometimes it comes back. It always goes in these waves. That's this so fascinating to me. I love it's that so, so much. Weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one, for me right now, when I watch Scream 3, like, I'm so into the Scream series right now that I was like, mm-hmm. I'm digging this. I just want to be with these characters. Um, I watched this movie twice in the last week or so, and uh, I'm into that, you know, but... I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I usually watch it right after... I think I actually watched it after Scream 2 that week, and then I watched it again, and then with commentary a little bit, so I've watched it almost yeah. three times now. But um, it doesn't, like, hold a lot for me right now. Like, I'm really into I Know What You Did Last Summer. I watched it a few weeks ago, but um, Scream 3, I, I'm, like, cooling on it right now. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give it a 3 as well, because it has enough good stuff in it that I do like. And I like seeing my friends again, these characters and yeah. stuff. But uh, it has a lot of a lot of misses in it. It's kind of yeah. weird. Um, there's a couple of misters in there as well. Yeah, there's a few misters in there. A few misters. Um, there, I I feel like this movie is entertaining, but it's not necessarily good. You know, that's yeah. why I give it a three. That's good. Yeah. yeah, good way to put it. And yeah, Scream Three. These are three stars. Oh my three god. Three ghost face masks. We're doing it backwards, aren't we? That's kind of good though. I like it. Interesting. Okay. 
Yeah, we okay. should have given one and two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I. What about your wife? Did what did she think about this one overall? Do you think uh, she? I think she like generally felt she didn't give it like an actual like ghost face mask rating because you know she doesn't listen Bitch. to the show. It's not for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I think she's like generally on the same page. Like we were talking about it this morning and she was like, wait, which one was this? What was this? What happened? And she was confusing two and three. Oh yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot it was the, the Hollywood thing. Um, but she, it is funny this morning. She said, that's the one with the, uh, the movie characters. I was like, huh? Like, like every movie? I was like, yeah, every movie has is a, is a movie with characters in it. She's like, no, but like in the movie. I was like, yes, that's what I'm. Please use additional Man, words. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. and then for so next week, obviously, we're going to keep our Scream March going, and yeah. we'll be reviewing Scream Four, which I'm really excited. Do mm-hmm. you did you watch that recently? Uh, because of no. Fire Cream. So you, no, do you remember huh? what happens in that one at all? Uh, I remember. A killer. I don't know okay. if there's multiple or if it's just one, but I, re- I remember there's a person in this movie that is uh, a killer. It's Patrick Dempsey, isn't it? Patrick Dempsey. Fuck. God. <laughs> I knew he had to come up in the play. I knew he was there somehow. McDreamy. Uh, no, I know. Murder. Yeah. McMurder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so I had watched this one around Scream 5. I think I watched it after I watched Scream 5. Um, and it really, like I said, it kind of changed my context for that one. Yeah. And I'm really excited to watch it again now and see what I think about it. So, and I'm super excited to hear your thoughts and, and your wife's thoughts about it. Cause, uh, it's interesting what they, what they do with this one. So, yeah, I remember we, she and I were like together at the time. I think we were like dating, maybe engaged when, uh, Scream 4 came out mm. and we watched it and it left our minds as soon as it entered it. Yeah. Uh, right. Like it was just kind of like, it was fine. But, yeah. um, like, like the killer is the only thing that stuck with me. I don't remember any of the other characters from the mm-hmm. movie. Like, um, I would imagine that, yeah, like Nev Campbell and uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette are all back. Yeah, they're all back for mm-hmm. the subsequent movies. But like beyond that, I, I really have no idea what the actual story itself is. Right on. Yeah, that'd yeah. be really fun, man. Um, there's another breakout star in uh, her name's Kirby in the movie, but uh, Hidden Panettiere is oh, yeah, my favorite right. in that one yeah mm-hmm. so she's she's kind of the parker posey you know if you will oh okay for that yeah. movie and she's great in it so i'm i look forward just to see kirby alone she's like she's my favorite character in four so mm-hmm. um yeah it'll be it'll be fun to talk about that one too so i hope everybody listening right now goes and watches that and c- continues with our screen march series so uh when it was on uh, true criminals i don't know if this is on the uh, the actual episode itself or if it was just like us talking after the fact mm. but uh rachel had told me that she had watched scream three and four i guess both she and her husband eric uh had watched scream three and four recently uh so they're kind of like watching along with us um cool yeah i, I, I didn't think <gasps> to uh okay okay he's watching too oh. yeah miles he's yeah. awake now he so loves scream it's time to party yeah, He's a party boy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do feel like people are watching along with this, especially yeah, it's since awesome. it's like on Paramount Plus and you can just like dip in and out. And, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want to call us heroes, but we are doing this movie series uh, that has five Tuesdays in it. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can watch all five movies. I'm just saying. During the month month of March, you only have to pay for it. For oh, one month. 
That's smart. Yeah, we and try like, to do that for honestly, people. If you want to add show time onto it, <laughs> get at me. I know how. I know a fella over in Hollywood. Well, yeah. Speaking of, if you want to contact mm-hmm. Brent for a super secret criminal activities, uh, yes. you can definitely find all of his info in the show notes as usual. Mm-hmm. And if you want to rate his criminal activities, you can do that oh. on any of your favorite podcast apps. Five stars. Or the police station. <laughs> you said that, and for some reason in my head, your fa- your actual facial hair disappeared, and a thin mustache appeared, and you were John Waters for just a second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm super pumped, man, for next week to continue this on. And then I, mm-hmm. I even put on Scream 5. I bought it the other day, so I put it on last night for a little mm-hmm. bit. So I'm super pumped to get back into that one uh, in a few weeks as well. So a couple weeks. Same. Yeah. Oh, um, and Steven, continuing yeah. with your sign-off, in the oh. show notes, people, please. And also stay tuned for the the uh, outtakes because we, we talk about merchandise as well. Oh, um, yeah. But... There's a link to go get merchandise from our T Public store. And Steven, this entire time, I've been wearing an LTAS shirt. What? I got I didn't an, even uh, know it. an LTAS uh, baseball shirt. So, uh, black center, white arms. You know, I'm very confused. But I'm on brand yeah. with ghost face colors. You are. That's kind of fun. Uh huh. So, uh, I wanted to uh, to get this and just see what it looked like. You know, yeah. I was so curious quality, uh, for good. it. And uh, uh, quality's good. I, I feel like the, uh, the LTAS could be higher, but all the other merchandise looks great. So, go ahead and get some of that. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. Uh, but I like yeah, you've been secretly wearing that. I didn't know this entire time. You know, that's the only thing about the the logo being lower down on the chest. Yeah, than right? I imagined it would be as like it, it's out of frame for you. But uh, but yes, it is. Even Miles is like the logo should have been higher. <laughs> no, he was pissed. I opened <laughs> yeah. it up. I was like, I guess I can live with this. Like, no, I'm a short king, uh. and even I can see that that sucks, Dad. <laughs> But yeah, so amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, definitely hit up our merch store if you'd like and get some mm-hmm. get some fun stuff. Do it. Yeah, do it. All right. It's well, not an option. Yeah. Scream hey, for it, taxes. It's almost tax season. <laughs> Who cares? Just t- take half your taxes that you get back. <laughs> put it right toward that T public store. Oh, yeah. Hook it up. Hook it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So join us next week for Scream Four. Maybe wearing some uh, merch. While you listen, yes. if you'd like, please do it. That. Get the full LTAS experience. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. We got, we got, we're we're coming out with a, a whole line of butt plugs soon. Oh so my like, god, with our faces on them, get on the waiting list. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and like our faces are not on the end you would expect. I, I don't want to give any spoilers to that though. Okay, let's be, let people imagine it, uh-huh. and then feel it. Look, I'll just say without giving anything away. I'm not the only one that's going to have a brown nose. <laughs> By the way, I saw online yesterday uh, a weird like onesie that someone's mom had given them for their daughter. Mm-hmm. And it said, like, I I know how it said something like I know my mom has a big heart because I just saw it because I was inside her next to it. And I was like, that <laughs> is so fucking weird to me to imagine. <laughs> like, what a weird thing to put on your baby. Wait, and what like, did it say? It said, like, I know mom's heart is really big because I was inside her next to it. Oh. So it's She's, like, <laughs> huh. because the baby, it's like, I don't know. I that's get the it. Only, it's just weird. That's the only heart it's seen, though. Like, it doesn't have any other hearts for comparison. I and understand the, the baby was tiny, but, like, the lungs were, like, massive, <laughs> you know? If anything, it's going to be talking about the lungs or the yeah. intestines. Those things are forever long. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I mean, like, 
you could cut someone's stomach open. This would pour out for a long time. Go watch Scream, everybody. It's really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Please do it. If you want to see some intestines, mm-hmm. get at Scream, you know? Do um, it. Yeah. Anyway, that mm-hmm. was weird, and I thought I wanted to bring it up. So uh, next week, Scream 4. Yes. We're really looking forward to that. And Forward. Uh, looking forward. <laughs> Yeah, man. Sometimes punches happen to me. You do it. Yeah, Yeah, I like it, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it was a blast talking to you today. I'm really looking forward to continuing our Scream March and um, everybody listening to this and continuing on with this because it's one of my very favorite series of all time. So yeah, I'm doing these. Yeah, right. So fun right now. You know what? I think we did accomplish what we set out by making this another good episode. The final one in the Dennis favorite episode saga. Oh, yeah. We've done it. Scream 4 is going to be a shitty episode next, though. Oh, 100%. Scream 4 is kicking off the 240s. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. So uh, come back for that, and maybe it'll be good. We'll see. It'll be a lot of fun. It will definitely be long again because we can't go under... uh, two and a half hours apparently with any of these literally so. no lessons have been learned from yeah. any of this <laughs> yeah exactly uh and even now we're just keep talking i don't even know why we should just yeah. uh end this so anyway until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later anyway right now i want to talk about oh my god other screams let's just there's keep so going. much stuff to get into you want to play scream 4 right now i guess so let's just watch i'm it gonna together, watch bro. it backwards you watch it forwards i'll watch it backwards okay but i'm gonna watch it forwards but looking in a mirror behind me Okay. Watch the screen's gonna be behind me, but the movie's playing forward, and I'm gonna look in the mirror. I'm gonna do the same thing, but okay. backwards and upside down, as if I'm Australian. Crikey! You're gonna watch in Australia? Yeah. What? I was Hello? trying to you. <laughs> I don't know what I did there. I was like Australia. Yeah. That's a good Australian accent. I mean, right? that works. I think so. Yeah. I feel like uh, somewhere uh, Russell Crowe just got a shiver down his spine. Yeah. You know. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, somebody must be watching Unhinged. <laughs> what? All Brent's right. favorite movie. Oh boy, that movie is rough. Yeah. Um, Stephen, before we go, uh, I do have a, a joke for you. Oh please. Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't call you Winston Dave Roberts? The Orange Saga concludes. (laughs) Even your dog is like, no, I don't like it. I know, he's like, I don't like it. You didn't have to do it. My dog saw where that joke was going. Did not like. You can't even see the color orange. Record on three. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. You just changed up the words and it kind of confused me. That's how oh. the sausage is made, like we talked about, though. Uh-huh. Come in, record on. Come in, record on. Record on. <laughs> I had a Mighty record Morphin on. Podcast Rangers. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mighty Morphin Podcast Rangers. Is mm-hmm. that already a show? Oh, I don't know. I'm just uh, saying. trademark and copyright, uh, whatever our show is called. <laughs> <laughs> to say that would be a good show. You go episode by episode throughout the classic series? All uh, there of the are, series? There are podcasts that are doing that. And no, this no, is no, a, no. Ours is it, the first. 
Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, I misheard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. no, I've, I've listened to them. Yeah, yeah, we're going to steal the content. Don't worry about it. It's great. It's okay. yeah, we, just, <laughs> we just post it. We just post all of their shows. Yeah. <laughs> With and us having show an up. intro. Yeah. <laughs> just that's let it way, be. That's the way the internet works, I, I hear. You take whatever you want, you know. Exactly. And you, you make it your it. own. Yeah. Speaking of making it, making it your own. Mm-hmm. Steven, I know you are not a serial person. You don't like really. uh, serial per se. However, uh-huh. uh, you know, because our uh, LTAS merchandise is really just flaming Fine. up the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we need to expand further. Oh. You know, and it's, I'm happy that we can sell shirts and stickers and, and these type of things, but like, really, I want somebody to buy something from us, use it. And then need to buy more of it. Right? Oh yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying. So I thought breakfast cereal Business. goes along with the the fun and spryness of our show, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Our, our our show classically recorded on Sunday mornings, the yep. funniest time to record anything. <laughs> That's why church has been doing it forever. <laughs> when was the last time you went to a church service and did not laugh your ass off? I'm just saying, it's there for a reason. It's preordained. Oh man. But I feel like our show is like Saturday morning cartoons come to life. Yeah, that's And have fun. become hairy, gross adults. You can say bad words now. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like Ren and Stimpy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I thought we could create our own Let's Talk About Stuff cereal. Oh, man. What a great idea. And we call it Let's Talk About Cereal, but <laughs> we still use an S. <laughs> But it's not like cereal, like the podcast cereal or like a, uh-huh. uh, like, um, a, you know, a, a, a television cereal or anything like that. It's still spelled like it, it looks like cereal, but the, literally we're, we're only an changing an S. Yeah. So it could still be LTAS, but uh, it's course. like S E, uh, you know, cereal. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that? I can't picture the word. Yeah. So it'd be S E R E A L, yes sir. So, and then it still ends yes, in an exclamation point. That's part of our brand. Yeah, that's that, yeah. Other podcasts aren't even allowed to use an exclamation point because we're so popular. Exactly. Uh, that's true. They wouldn't even try. No, they, they wouldn't even. It's not even a law. Yeah, it's just that no one would even try. They ain't even got no guts. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hell no, dude. Uh, so. I imagine we would have like the the regular bullshit uh, fiber uh, wheat or you know whatever yeah. the little like crumbly crunchy pieces are yep. that people are just like powering through. However, we do need to establish some marshmallows, oh, some shapes. It, yes, holy shit! What a good idea to the podcast, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So uh, I, you know, and kind of like Lucky Charms, I think it started out with like five different shapes and eventually added more on there. They have unicorns now. What? Very delightful. Very fun to look at. That is um, cool. They don't look like unicorns, but you know, the the yeah. the heart and soul went into it, you know, for Ooh, this I corporation like to to make this thing that, you know, people like for meme reasons. Anyway, um, so I'm trying to figure out what five shapes, again, as it pertains to the podcast, gotcha. we need to have in there. I, I have one of them. Yeah, okay, cool. Start us off. Which I figure would be a Carl Winslow head. Oh, Beautiful, you know. Carl I can picture Winslow, it already. Played by, uh, Casper Van Dien. What was his name? <laughs> Reginald Bell Johnson. Yes, that one. I was Casper close. Van Dien. 
yes, uh, you know, he's our Lord and Savior, uh-huh. as established in like year, I don't know, two or three of all tasks, whatever the case, it's an old hit. People oh, yeah. love it. Old hits. I certainly so, do. Praise so be to we Carl. Would, we would have that in there. Uh-huh. You know? Okay, number one. Number one. Okay. And we need four more. <laughs> we need four more, yes. Okay, I think um, in honor of the early days, uh-huh. and kind of just in general, well, I'll, I'll get your opinion. I guess uh, a soda can, a can of some sorts. I was going to say early days when we were drinking beer on the show. Yeah. We always had like beer cans and bottles. So maybe, and now we do a lot of soda chat. So maybe it's like mm-hmm. a, a Lester's Fixin' bottle. Oh no! You know, <laughs> and every time yeah. you get you eat one, it's a different flavor. Okay, marshmallow. Oh boy! So yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get. It's like you take a bite and somebody like starts wincing, mm-hmm. and then their friend is like, "Oh, what'd you get, booger?" They're like, "Oh no, I got used Playtex." Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh man! Why do they even make this flavor? Gross. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm going to eat another spoonful. That's right. Because you can't stop because we've also put in MSG into our cereal. <laughs> That's right. Just to get that umami flavor. Honestly, you could try to stop, but it's just going to adversely affect your health at this point, you know? If you, yeah, once you get there, you mm-hmm. can't reverse it. That's the problem. Right. Or the solution. Sure, sure. Either way. So, yeah, I'm thinking uh, a Lester's Fixin' bottle. Okay, I like that. I yeah. like this. All right, yeah. cool. Let's let's throw a red label on it, so it could be okay. either a, a soda bottle or a beer bottle. But Perfect. we all know, yeah, if it ain't Lexter's fixins, yeah, you know, then are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> Classic joke. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, I, I figure we should probably include a, a microphone. Oh yeah, good call in there as well, right? Yep. Uh, jet black. Jet yeah. black. It, it'd be it's like the uh, like yes, yes, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> that goes in there as soon as it touches the milk, it just it, the, the color runs right thing. off of it. <laughs> you, eat, you eat a spoon of it, and your teeth just dyed black for the next like three hours. Oh man! Yeah, nothing you can do. It's just right there, tongue black, inside of your mouth black. It's like, well, oh man, did you make out with a chow dog? You're like, hell yeah, I hell did. Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> like the cereal. Well, I mean, I did, but different yeah. story. Yeah, totally. Di- it's you know confluence of events. Yeah, it's just really. Yeah, he smelled the squidding. He went for it. I went for it. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's three, three okay, of the five. So I'm need. trying to like think about what else we have uh, mm-hmm. that we usually use a lot like this. Like, um, it's like a computer, but I don't know how you do that. Like a laptop. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Like a marshmallow that unfolds. It has a hinge built into it. (laughs) It has a metal rod. By the way, this cereal, Mm -hmm. this box of cereal Mm -hmm. is uh, $30 each. (laughs) $30 weighs 14 pounds. Yeah. Uh Our marshmallows have hinges on them, fellas. Yes. And ladies. Uh, It's going to be, look, I know that sounds like an expensive box of cereal, but the amount of heavy-duty glue that needs to be put on the <laughs> flaps of it to reinforce it yeah. is worth it. I promise yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And it's a su- supply chain issue. You know, we're like waiting to get the glue. and Yeah. So it's, it's like thing. it costs more overall, but it's worth it. In the long know? run, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that glue will be edible. Yeah. Well, Not like legally, but like... <laughs> what, what are you but if you're talking? not looking... Look, if you're a coward, okay, I guess whatever. Um, So, yes, we've got the the laptop marshmallow. Laptop marshmallow. Mm -hmm. Yep. Open it up. Again, black squid ink on on it, on the screen. Perfect. Yeah. With the the S for Skype. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and then like in the the ink for the screen, uh-huh. it's gonna say, "Do not eat the pen." Oh, so it's like we're covering our bases. So if somebody oh, gotcha. breaks a tooth on it, it's like, oh, oh, I guess they didn't read the screen. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's like a, a you problem. Honestly, if it, if you do that, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. And it's not on us because there's also like a definite waiver of liability at the uh, checkout screen when you buy this cereal. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's like I don't know. Like, can I guarantee there aren't razor blades in it? No, I don't know. I don't know where it's even made. I've never been to the factory. I called <laughs> the guy. You called the guy. We yep. got some bids. We we went with it. I don't know. Yeah. So it's like it's just like an adventure. It's adventurous cereal. Mm-hmm. It, now look. I'll, okay, I'll give you this. Is the cereal produced in the same factory that Harry's razors are produced? Yes. Yeah. Like in the... They're like, efficient. Yeah, exactly. They slice the marshmallows. Yeah. And then like when they're, you know, those slicers run out of like uh, slice juice or whatever, uh-huh. they get ejected right to the box so you can have it and use it for your face. They're not good for marshmallows anymore, but they can cut your face if you're trying to shave your legs, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like a Harry's... And LTAS crossover, non-sponsored, mm-hmm. but right. we're friends kind of thing is what we're saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's that's also like, I don't know, it's just something special in our box Yeah, that's like it, over other cereals, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like a golden ticket yes. in a Willy Wonka bar, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, silver. I got a razor stuck in my hand <laughs> as I was reaching into the cereal box. It's fun. Guess what? You post that shit on social media. Oh, yeah. Free, free publicity for us. Yep, of course. You know, it's going to drive up demand. People are going to be like, oh, I wonder if I can cut my hand and sue this, <laughs> these two dipshits. <laughs> Spoilers, no, you can't. No, you know? that's part of the waiver. Yeah. Like, I know on the front of the, the cereal box, it's going to say, let's talk about cereal, exclamation point. Yeah. But then in the upper right-hand corner, it's going to be like, Razor blade included? Question mark. Oh yeah, you don't even know. It's like a prize. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh. Carl Winslow is shrugging, but like smirking playfully. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. He's um, just I like, like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the the cereal bits, the actual like uh, uh-huh. what what the is it made out of? Yeah, yeah. I feel Cardboard. like that can just be like L T A S, and then an oh, exclamation the point, meaning that it would just be like. <laughs> Like the top part of the exclamation point, Uh, like the main stem, and then just like a bunch of dots. Oh, I love that though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to be like build your own in your spoon, and you have to like just like the it'd be so maddening trying to get that little dot Uh on the exclamation point to sit where it needs to, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, so we need one more marshmallow, is that right? Yes, yes, and I think I've got it. Oh, perfect. I think I've got it. I think we take our cartoon heads and just oh. merge them, like fuse them together <laughs> to where, like the bottom of your chin is touching the top of my hat. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's one and shape. That, yes, and it's it takes up half the space in the box. Oh, like, man. It's oh, it's a like a giant, giant marshmallow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Made of our morphed faces, uh-huh. like in the yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Fantastic. That sounds, I don't know, this sounds like a winner all around. I'm really glad that you're on my team to come up with this idea. Like, honestly, it's so good. <laughs> How can we not make money at this? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's good. I love too that the fact that like someone could like you know put a put a hand in there and grab a, grab a bunch of cereal or you know get a big spoon and you get you get what you get and you might have an L and an S, you mm-hmm. might have Casper Van Dien, you know, you might have a razor blade. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's amazing. And then like eventually someone will like post on social media this box of 
LTAS cereal is my, and then it's a picture of the word last in their spoon and milk. You oh, know? man. And be like, oh. And then we get bummed out about it, get real sad, binge are, drink. Are you, you saying know? that someone died eating our cereal? Uh, I'm just saying, like, they did not enjoy it. Oh. And they're like, I won't buy this again, you know? Oh, wow, that hurts my feelings. Yeah, so we pay to have them killed. Look, we're swimming in money. So they did die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a roundabout way. Not because our cereal <laughs> killed them, but because, you know, because clean up this mess. By the way, guys, uh, sorry, uh, inflation and all, our boxes are now $60. Thanks, Biden. God, they just went up again. Oh, oh my God. man. $90? Yeah. That's wow. insane. Yeah, see? This you is Kardashian money now. now. Crazy. You know? Yeah, go ahead and email us. We'll pre-order it for you. Um, if you can, mm-hmm. uh, duct tape $200 bills <laughs> to a pigeon. Send it our way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just send it towards Oklahoma and Texas in the yes. U.S. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. we'll probably get it. Yes. Because yeah. uh, Texas is a notori- notoriously small state. and um, It's pretty easy to find, honestly. You're only one of, like, seven people in Oklahoma, I believe. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all the Grace easy. guys have, have cleared everyone else out of the state. They're oh, like, nice. oh, there's no like sun here most of the time. Ugh. It's like, yeah, that's, why would there be? Where, what are we, Florida? Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't here. even be started on the Oh, my God. Dick. Have you heard about these bath salts? Bath salts. We put that yeah. in a special <laughs> Halloween edition of Altas cereal. Dude, you know I love a Halloween edition. That's right. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Man. So I feel like for sync word, why don't we go Squid Ink? Squid Ink, yeah, perfect, man. That's like it sounds like a corporation where mollusks work, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got like a um, crab. Working <laughs> that's I was like, what is Sebastian? It's a crustacean. Yeah, <laughs> just a crustacean. This joke is imploding. Like this joke is imploding. I was trying to think of all the different. <laughs> like the opposite of what I suggested. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I, An I was I was looking in my head. This is what happened. I mm-hmm. I I was trying to go through the different animals in the Under the Sea song in the Little Mermaid, and I was like, oh, there's oh, a yeah. bunch of things down there. And I was like, there was a a crab, and then I stopped. I froze, and I was like, mm-hmm. what else is there? And I was like, someone plays the drums on someone else. I think. Or on something else, on shells. Mm-hmm. And then I just started listening to that song in my head. Wait, is somebody, like, playing Ariel's boobs? <laughs> that movie? Is that what you're talking about? The shells? Wait, Sorry. what cut are you watching? I've only seen the <laughs> edited for TV version, I guess. It's like in Ghostbusters oh, where uh, Ray Stans <clears throat> gets a blowjob. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I had no I, idea about it until, yeah. like, a few years ago. I was like, what? what I remember, that? yeah, his face of joy... Uh, mm-hmm. when he's getting sucked off by that ghost uh, vividly from my childhood. And I remember being like, classic, but not knowing what the context <laughs> was at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just being like, this is a funny montage. What a what a hero of a ghost. You know? Oh, I know, right? Just not getting any pleasure from that. Just like, you know, let me, let me help this fell out. <laughs> There's I'm a saying. lot more I could go down on that thread, but I feel like we'd get canceled. Yeah. Um, so, Squid Ink? Squid Ink. Squid yes. Ink. Yes. On three to sink. One, yeah. two, three. Squid ink. I figured you were because you usually yeah, do. Of course, I figured, why if I? I did it, we get some mm-hmm. stereo sound in there. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. People really understand the feeling, the thrust of that squid ink, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. The pressure. Love it. The perfect. Ooh. L-P-A-S.